Greetings, wayward travelers. Come on in, take a seat, and welcome to the Red Hair Inn. I'm your innkeeper and dungeon master, Logan Hanley, here to spin you and the adventurers that you see before you a yarn through the lands of Ekrim. Before we get started with tonight's session, uh, a few shout-outs, a few bits of sponsor information, and then on to intros from my wonderful cast whose faces I've missed oh so much. Uh, first and foremost, uh, congratulations and happiest of birthdays to the wonderful Brie, a.k.a. Utahime. Thank y'all. Spread the love. Thank you. It's my birthday, y'all. I'm so excited. Um, not only is it uh, Bree's birthday, but it's also Fenara's as well, question mark? Something yep, like she's that? Now, age and a half, right? Happy birthday. It's, it's, it's canon. There we go. Um, but yeah, shout outs. Brianna Flame for these amazing overlays that you see here. And make sure you reach out to her if you have any overlay needs photography needs or graphic design needs she's super super awesome great to work with and just a really cool content creator within the ttrpg community next esoteric the wonderful cartographer who created the maps of ecrium that you see behind me on most of my streams um i will be posting more in the future as i start to rev up some content uh that uses these maps um next uh Deltastic. The amazing Del Barovic, who did the character art that you can see right below me. Um, she did them for every single character, and then some other stuff that's coming up. And then last but not least, Adrian Von Zeigler, who I have not primed yet, but he's coming up like right now-ish, um, once I get some music going, and I'll do that while the rest of my party is doing their intros. Speaking uh, of Prime. Prime. 225 games just hit us with a prime sub oh, thank you 225 games thank you 225 games appreciate you i love you also salutations my friend it was awesome awesome chatting with you can't wait to hear how that turned into thanks d'angelo um found the only fans i hear oh no um but yeah sponsors dragon rock rpg daniel lieberman renee beauregard bringing unique and creative content to the ttrpg community whether it is writing their own content or collaborating with other creatives their goal is to bring their extensive experience and expertise to any materials that they work on umbra oculus dice taryn hackett the purveyor of hand-poured and polished artisanal dice, Umbral Oculus, is con conjuring relics from beyond the veil for players like you to enjoy at your tables. Use the code REDHAIRIN, all caps, with no THE at the beginning, for your chance, actually not for your chance, to get 10% off your Umbral Oculus dice. Tonight, we are giving away this beautiful... Oh, I hate you. Red... And they keep always does this. Just see it right now, red, and like blood red, like the Briarwoods drinking it's beautiful. blood. It's beautiful. Check out Instagram; it's on there. But yeah, we're giving that away. So make sure you put in the code barefoot into chat. Next adventures in 3D. Purveyor of fine 3D printed miniatures. Uh, my friends over at Adventures in 3D make a bunch of stuff from the minis that you see for Perrin and uh, Professor Hale all the way to, uh, oh my gosh, some fun monsters that the, the party may fight at some point. 
But yeah, use the code BAREFOOT, all caps, with 15 at the end for 15% off your order there. And last but not least, the initiative order. TO is a collective of passionate TTRPG players and content creators that want to help the community thrive and grow. The main goal of TO is to explore and experience all types of gaming systems while creating an inclusive community for all players and viewers. So check them out if you can, because they're amazing. They got some February community games that are still going. I know they're probably getting ready for March as we speak. What? How? We what? we barely what? got started. We're what on a hype train. We're on a hype train? What the hell does that mean? I don't know. what a tr- what, Eden, Eden. Hype train on the birthday. There's a hype train. What's a hype train? There we go, folks. What's a hype train? But no, thank you all for the love and the support. <laughs> <laughs> the amazing, amazing hype that this train is now becoming. Um, but now, without any more hesitation, the spectacular cast of the Ecrium Expeditions, the Barefoot Bandits themselves, starting off with Eden of the Briar. Well, hi, everybody. And before I do that, I just want to say a happy freaking birthday to one of the most queenly goddesses to ever grace any of the streams I have ever been a part of and many, many more. I am super blessed to have known you and played with you. And I just want to say happy birthday because you goddamn deserve it. So there's that. Love you. But yes, I am Taryn Hackett, uh, also known as Val Rook across the socials, a generally creative human and eldritch entity feeding off of the torture of my closest friends. Um, but I'm also a dice maker uh, under the moniker of Umbral Oculus Dice. That is UO underscore dice on the Instagram. Uh, I do have dice in stock right now. And again, you can enter the discount code to go get 10% off full sets there. So you can go do that. Link in my bio for that as well. Uh, you can catch me every other Sunday. So not this coming Sunday, but the one after uh, over on the Initiative Order where uh, I GM Far Realms, a Cult of Any Lost Homebrew campaign where I get to feed my little Eldritch soul. Um, and tonight I'm playing Ethan of the Briar and I don't know what the fuck's going on. Been a time. We've been away for a while. Uh, next, the wonderful halfling bard, Heron Hope Singer. Hello, my name is Renee Beauregard. I am one half of Dragon Rock RPG Design, where me and my companion and compatriot and best friend, Daniel Lieberman, we create 5e supplements for D&D. We most recently released our Ranger supplement, which you can get for free uh, at DM's Guild. Just search Dragon Rock RPG and you can find our stuff there. And we also have Warlocks and Barbarians that are up there for you. Uh, we also have our Icons of Horror, where you can turn your uh, players into iconic horror movie villains such as freddy krueger michael myers pennywise the clown and some more just check it out and if you um i'm gonna make this statement right here right now if we get if we get at least 10 ratings and reviews on the icons of horror i will be able to convince daniel to allow us to make a volume two of icons of horror so please just humor me if you could um this give me an excuse give me an excuse to tell my best friend i told you so um that would be nice um but yeah um you can find us at dragon rock rpg on it's uh on F- facebook and twitter at dragon rock rpg uh in uh, designs on instagram and uh yeah we're we're doing that and i just want to just quickly just 
are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. So please don't take my sunshine away. Happy birthday, Brie. It is my pleasure and my honor to be your big brother in this game. And I have never felt so blessed to know anyone in my life. So thank you so much for gracing me with your humanity. Oh, okay. Stop it. Well, now it's your turn to talk <laughs> about yourself there. So, yeah. Thank you, Perrin. Make me cry like that. So beautiful. All right. Well, I play Fanara Valar, everyone's favorite half sea elf, half halfling of this squad. <laughs> uh, the healer who blesses everyone with the heals and just the just all the hugs and the love. Um, I seriously love each and every one of you and all of you in chat. Thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in to the Red Hair Inn. And uh, yes, now getting onto my actual introduction and not just me blabbering on and rambling as I normally do. Uh, I am Utihime and I am a cosplayer, streamer, and TTRPG performer. If you are interested in any and all of those things, you can follow me on the social medias at Utihime Cosplay, Facebook, Instagram, here on Twitch, where I should be streaming on my channel tomorrow, hopefully. And also to um, at Brianna DeCosta on Twitter. Um, you can catch me actually on Thursday on Pop Shop Live on Resident Waifu. Uh, it's really exciting because I get to talk about uh, Black History Month and um, Black anime characters and lots of other fun stuff and play some fun games. So please be sure to tune in. I'm going to be posting on my social media about that coming up this Thursday. And you can catch me on the Initiative Order for the continuation of No Turning Back, Alien TTRPG. So definitely check it out. I... Um, also play a teenager on that one, a lot younger than <laughs> Fanara since she's now an adult. She's 19 years old, guys, now. Um, but uh, yes, definitely tune in. That's 6 p.m. Pacific time um, and uh, for both on Thursday and also too um, this Friday. So definitely um, tune in. Thank you, guys. Hey. What can he say? Oh, what can I say? It's Jay. Casual. You can find me on all social media at just too casual. I am a variety streamer, all around entertainer, and the best form of entertainment you'll have in this life or the next. You're welcome and thank you. More importantly, I am writing my own anime inspired TTRPG, Deep Breath, where the old world of magic meets the new world of technology. Uh, the starter sample guide is basically at this point done. I'm doing some early release content for people as we speak. So for anyone that wants early release, if you check out my Ko-Fi or you just follow me on social media, you'll get all the updates on that and a chance to see some of the early content. There are seven new cl seven classes, dozens of subclasses, dozens of subspecies that are new playable and over, I think we're at over 50 brand new spells for you to enjoy among many other things, including some new mechanics, some new features where you get to have adventures in wilderness, metropolis cities across the seven seas or even in a low orbit space station all that is available on deep breath rpg on instagram and twitter but more so our website deepbreathrpg.com that's d-double-e-p bread t-h-r-p-g.com and i am playing corvus the one that lingers in the darkness longer so that others may be led upon the light
And last, but certainly not least, Ronan Fox. Hey, but mostly uh, least. Yeah. It's probably. Uh, first and foremost, happy birthday, Utahime. Uh, I don't mind sharing the limelight with you. So there you go. Happy birthday. Uh, Thank <laughs> you. No, that's a top tier compliment. Oh my God. I mean, that's the, yeah. Um, that means and, a lot. That really yeah. does. That was like, oh my gosh, that's the so. president itself. Yeah, he didn't even so. share it with Michelle Obama. You should have seen that fight. <laughs> Uh, anyway, um, introductions. I play Hale, um, and I am Ronan Fox, and you're welcome. Take it away, Logan. God, I love. Take note, people. I'm in. Doing it just take take perfect. Note, so so beautiful, so elegant. It's like he didn't go and fight Sasquatch army this weekend. Just to save West Virginia. Yeah, internet's back and stable, so um, we're good to go. But no. Got all hopped up on Mountain Dew. Well, my friends, it's finally time. <laughs> Come on in, take a seat, grab a pint, and let's adventure together on tonight's session of the Ecrium Expeditions. What's the session? Happy birthday! The party discovered two potential remedies, lace flower and an herb known as the Crimson Crawler, to fight against the Ublix Plague now infecting Swega. Determining the plants can be found deep within... Oh, let me turn on music. There we go. That'll help. Determining the plants can be found deep within the heart scars. They set out at first light, following the main road. As they travel northward, looking for a break in the swamp, they spot a dense cluster of willows and brush on the horizon. Getting distracted by this view, their cart wheels off the road and into a small bog. Despite the cart being partially submerged, the party, along with their horse now dubbed Dusty, manage to pull the cart free and continue on their way. As the afternoon waned and night was imminent, smokestacks were seen on the horizon, a small homestead in the midst of the bogs and swamps. As they approached, eager for a night's rest, two giant insectoid-like creatures charged out of the swamp and toward the homesteaders. 
the party quickly sprung into action, protecting those who they could and defeating both of the creatures. Exhausted, tired, and a little dirty, they're offered a place to rest for the night. A small lean-to off one of the fields on the edge of the property. We find our party drifting off into slumber to the sounds of the insects buzzing and frogs croaking around them. A The lean-to constructed into a makeshift home by Art and Eden. Professor Hale. As you sit there meditating throughout the night, your eyes close, your thoughts wandering. Lightning flashes. You look down at your hands, your book, your spell book torn and bloody. Fire glistening off the puddles behind you, from behind you. You hear a sharp scream. The rain coming down, lightning cracks the sound of thunder immediately after. Same vision, a familiar vision. Make a wisdom saving throw for me, please. Fifteen. Fifteen. As you sit there, this vision that you've had once before constantly repeating itself, you feel your body start to tighten, your mind begin to shield it off, but there's a crack, a slip. Something's wrong. And you both awake. Humid swamp air hitting you where now, or where once was rain and cold, almost sleet. The sound of insects and frogs chirping and croaking to one another in the night. A clear sky above your head. The moon waning. What would you like to do? Um, I will instinctively take the uh, rubber band off my wrist and pull my hair back up into a ponytail um, and sort of reflexively take off the glasses and put them away um, and kind of just take stock of those around me um, and what they're sort of are they all sleeping uh, from the looks of it yeah uh, from what you can see uh, Fanara and Perrin are, are curled up against one another um, Eden is semi there but cuddling with Grim Art and Dulcar are off in the corner kind of bundled up as well Corvus laying flat on their back like exactly how Eden looked because that's how I imagine Corvus sleeps is just like this yeah. eyes closed like open open casket sleeping both blades still in hand somehow <laughs> just blade ready yeah it's it's like the funeral where like the sword is, is put in between yeah. the hands this is how he sleeps yeah also it um, should be noted that Eden is is also in ferret form snuggling with Grim oh there's like a little ball of ferret uh, so I will stand up I will uh, sort of readjust uh, the blanket over um, Fanara make sure she's good to go and then I'm just going to go outside and um, just kind of take in, in the, the sort of fresh air, kind of relax myself and sort of recenter myself, um, collect my thoughts, and then kind of journal 
um, the dream again, just this, as I always do. Um, every time I'll just write down the events as they happened, what I heard, what I smelled, what I saw, and then sit there and kind of focus and try to come up with something new, um, that may have slipped in this time. Make a insight check. <laughs> Not as good. Uh, seven. Seven. The burning isn't... Doesn't smell like a... Um, like the fire from a hearth. There's something off about it, but you can't tell what. Shit. Ronin needs to write this down. Okay. Uh, okay. I will definitely note that for sure. Uh, and then I'll just sort of spend the next little bit of time decompressing, walking around, kind of welcoming myself to the area. Okay. You're on a small farmstead, a um, few acres. Uh, looks like off to one side, there's a grove of trees used as an orchard for picking apples or pears or some sort of fruit. Um, the fields look freshly planted with, uh, you can see little stalks coming out of potentially carrots and potatoes and things of that nature do i see is anybody awake or is this still sort of dead of night uh it's close to dawn not like right on dawn but like you can start to see this the very slivers of dawn uh pushing up but nobody's um, awake unless corvus would be at this time i would be awakening but corvus doesn't move unless necessary starting the day uh i haven't had an apple in a long time i'm gonna have, i'm gonna go try to find an apple all right um how, uh, how loud are you being leaving camp just good question i mean not i'm not stealthing uh but i'm not i'm purposely not trying to wake anybody up so i'm sort of you know, sneaking out sort of thing. Not, I don't know. Not, I'm not a very careful guy, but I am being uh, thoughtful to that. Everybody's asleep. So take that how you want it. Uh, make a, make a stealth check with disadvantage then. Sure. Sure. This ought to be good. You turn for the shitty dice. Uh, that would be a five. <laughs> uh, five. Yeah. You, as you're, as you're walking through, um, you step on, like, you go to open this makeshift door that Art had made, and the door pushes open, and you go to let it go, um, not realizing that it's not a door, more just like a placeholder, like, wooden board, and the door just... <laughs> under the ground. Um, the little white weasel with moth antennas laying next to Grim jumps up, and it's just like... <laughs> screaming. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't... Sorry. Shh, shh, I'm sorry. Like, it's um, I like basically Eden is squeaking at you in weasel speak, um, not realizing that she's. Still... Do you still have all the same stats like when you're in weasel form? No. Cool. So never mind then. Uh... <laughs> um, like it depends on which stats you're talking about. Some of them, yes. Observe. Like, could you notice yes. changes and things like that? Yes. So like she's like you can see like the little weasel is like pointing at things and squeaking at you. 
Um, again, Eden has not realized that. Actually, it's kind of still dark, so he probably wouldn't notice too much. But um, okay, so I'm sorry. Like hands on the hips, like. It's it's early. I don't know. Do you want to be up? Go back to sleep. I was gonna go get an apple. You want one? Yep. And then Eden's just gonna like poof back, and then start following you out the door. Right. Yeah. What's well, an apple? I'm Good just question. kidding. I know what they are. What? Oh, okay. Uh, and now you'll probably notice uh, the robes that I'm wearing are are sort of the same color pattern, um, kind of blues and stuff like that, but they're more vibrant. And my eyes are. Uh, kind of like a light, like ocean blue, white sort of color. Like I'm a hair oh. up in a ponytail. You're not Kaizen, are you? No, no, I'm not. Um, not Ripley either. Um, oh, that's good because Ripley's an focused. Yeah, he's a focused individual. Oh. Um, tomato, tomato. Um. No, my name is my name is Jonah. Uh, my name is Jonah, um, and yeah, that's me. And Can you're you Eden. Yes. Mm -hmm. Hi. Um, Conversations being held like at normal volume. Yeah, like, probably. I, like I would say, like already walking out. Yeah, so we're sort of. Like... Yeah, you you probably heard the beginning of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, Corvus is up and following stealthily. Right, go, and, ahead and yeah. give, go ahead and give me a stealth check there, Corvus. Uh, Corvus will definitely do that. Uh, that is going to be a 19. Yeah. That's not uh, passive. Well, oh, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot that everybody in this damn party is observant <laughs> as fuck. Um, Eden so does not Aaron's see like, that. what? Uh, to be fair, the birthday girl is still asleep. Yeah, I, I'd with say... With her brother. Stealthy enough, stealthy enough to get by the sleeping duo and Art tucked into the corner... Um, Hayden, you do, or, uh, not Hayden, um, Jonah, you notice behind you the shuffling, a quick shuffling as, um, Corvus stirs. Unless you turn around and directly look at him, you don't, we won't know he's getting up, but you at least notice that he's moving. Okay. Um, so, are yeah. you as grouchy as Ripley and Kaiden? I guess that's probably in the the eye of the beholder, but generally speaking, I've been met with um, more welcome than most. Uh, I have a bit more couth than the other two. Um, Is couth some kind of like... I enjoy being around other people, whereas they tend to shy away from that sort of thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Sense? I know it's difficult to understand, even for me. So I don't, yeah. I don't really get it either. Uh, this what I mean. I met lots of people. I met um, a talking swan once, and um, my family. Family, yes. Deities, well, they turn into like monsters sometimes, so it's fine. That sounds awful. That sounds awful. Are you okay with that? That's something you like? Oh no, I don't like it, so I don't want to go back. But um oh, sure. Um but mm, 
I love this whole thing. You, I love this, all of this going on right here. The, 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 yeah, all of that. That's wonderful. Oh, I woke up with them. It's great. Uh, apple, you want to get an apple? Corvus, did you want an apple? Corvus. As Corvus just kind of stands. <clears throat> Hello, Master Corvus. Good morning. <laughs> Sorry. You're different. I am, yes. Um, that mm, This may be why Ripley was perhaps so interested in conversing with you. I kind of have my own. This is the first time, right? Okay, so I... Hmm. There's I have, lots of people in the sight of hail, and I like this one better than Ripley. I have multiple... Well, we're calling them personas, right? So I don't know if that's a thing, but that's what we're calling them. Um and I am a different one than the one you've been speaking with previously. Again, this one is not an asshole. You have different personas. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the many. Mm-hmm. You know how like you're you're resurrected a lot? Just imagine like if you just kept all the previous versions in one like shell. That's kinda. Then whose body is this? Oh, it's mine. It's all of ours. We're all fragments, as it were. Of one person or of many? One. And we're kind of, this is all sort of guessing, right? Because there's no book on this, unless you have a book on this. I, Um, I have a theory. That just means that Corvus has lost all of his fragments. He seems more intact and well-rounded. Um, these are more... Oh, he's pokey. Sure, sure. Um, I, okay, so do you... Um... I suppose. That doesn't change the fact that you can certify my job completion then, does it? Nope, we're all, we're all, we're all the same... We'll just sign it Professor Hale, you know? No one will know. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, no, I haven't had any sort of uh, backlash. Although we haven't encountered too many people, so there is that uh, aspect. You, you guys are sort of the first group, thank God. Uh, we have communication, uh, dialogue, and uh, other people other than ourselves uh, to, to speak to. So this is wonderful, and this is probably why I'm here, I think. Um, so what reason is there to swap because i was probably going to pull really rude pranks on ripley sure i was there for the last it was really funny jinx thought it was hysterical um so yeah there are we don't know um each one has sort of we've divvied up the jobs amongst us so Kaiden, who I don't think you met, is sort of our protector, I guess would probably be a good word. Um, it's kind of the default setting. Uh, and Ripley is the one studying. He studies a lot, trying to find answers to questions and things. I don't know. Uh, he's doing that right now, actually, in, in here. Um, and I'm just sort of here to meet people. I guess. You are the charisma of the fragments. 
I mean, if you want to, like, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, that's lovely to say. Uh, perhaps. I'm just the one that doesn't mind to talk to people. In fact, I enjoy it thoroughly. Interesting. And then what reason is there to become you when the professor was sufficiently stable in this group? I don't because... think he was. Um, he, he has a lot on his mind. And so it, it's kind of like a meditation, an extreme form of meditation, right? So when he's overloaded and needs to study and stuff like that, he usually recedes. He, he usually actually doesn't come out very often. I'm actually surprised he spent so much time kind of at the forefront. And we don't really know how it works as far as changing. I didn't know I was going to assume uh the the outerness of it all i'm really not great at explaining this he's better but you get what i'm saying well sense to me as it stands my contract is to complete a job that you can certify yep therefore no. you are not to be too far without me knowing why yep apples. i'm here i'm here i was going to go get some apples and maybe maybe we'll get some for uh for Fenara and Perrin, maybe and art if they want. Do they I don't know if they like apples. <laughs> That's all I thought to eat. We can acquire apples, yes. Okay. So I'll start walking that way. Wall falling. So all of the fragments are aware of all the events that transpire, whether or not you're the forefront. Correct. Yeah, we don't, while I can't directly interact with it at the time, uh, once it gets sort of in the consciousness, I, I become aware of it just because it's a shared consciousness. Hmm. But I have no direct impact or control over the situation. I do now, of course, but I, I don't when I'm not. Hmm. Interesting. Um, it is. And I, in fact, you two are, are, have piqued the, the interest of Ripley the most because of sort of shared similarities in some capacity. Um, he's kind of a, a, a prickly pear, but you should probably kind of maybe talk to him for more answers or, or something whenever. No, I, understand. I guess you could just talk to him now. I mean, he can hear you. But um, Ripley, respond. you're really rude, but I hope you can help me someday. Okay. That, yeah, that was a lot. Um, let's not do that. That was that was a lot up here. Um, Interesting. Yeah, a lot there. yeah. Fragments. If your mind's fragmented, then it explains the fractions in which I divide myself upon. Very similar from what he says. So in what? essence, as like a shadowy version of Corvus appears, my ability to form the fragments of my death can be related to the way your mind is fragment with inside you. Yeah. And I think probably the source of both of our um, manifestations uh, is, is please correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, trauma um, is the sort of underlying factor between both of our this didn't happen because he wanted it to, I guess is what I'm saying. Does that mean that your little shadow person is like the friendly version of you? It is the one that did not survive. 
That's really sad. One could put it that way. Each shadow is a memory of when death had struck me down or should have. Bound to me and manifested an echo of moments, if you will. I've never even been hurt until I came out here with y'all. I'm just going to put this on the table since we're all here, okay? Um, uh, hugs are welcome. And we can really? do this. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. uh, Eden's just immediately going to go in for like a big old hug. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah. See? I've only, had, I've only had like four of those. They're fantastic. They're and they're free. Mm -hmm. Art gives really good hugs. Noted. Corvus? Apples. Apples. And there is a tree before you, lush with apples. I'm just going to pick some and then kind of make, start heading back. I'm... Make a survival check for me. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I die. It's, it's early. It's early. It's it's um, what's known as Sandre the month, uh, which is essentially like early summer, like early June. Um. Actually, Eden's just going to thorn whip and grab. Okay. I got a 12. I have a plus two in survival. Who is this? New, new, oh, no. new body, who this? Uh, <laughs> no, but the, between the two of you, you're able to get enough. Um, Eden using some of your knowledge of plants to being like, no, that, that one's bad. Um, and like smacking it out of... Um, Jonas. Hail. Oh my god. Hail. I'm going like, yeah, to I'm going to Sorry. <laughs> out of Jonas. No, I put H for Hale and then I looked over and I'm like his name's not H. Um No, Jonas, Jonas hand when you see a couple a bad one, but you get enough for for your group. You head back to your small shelter as the sun is starting to come up. Dawn is beginning to break. Um Fenara and Perrin, the sun peeking through the bits and the cracks in the makeshift wall that Art had put up to surround you guys in order to get this long rest. Uh, uh, oh man, I think I slept weird. My neck hurts. Ow! Hey, Art, wake up! <coughs> what? morning yeah but it's not just any morning we have apples right it's an apple morning that's wonderful that's really exciting what the fuck is that about any points right at hail <sighs> oh right okay we're going to do this a lot um my name is jonah it's uh, another one i'm not ripley you're not wearing your glasses. Do you, can you not see without your? Is that what's going on? He, he, I think he just does it so he doesn't get headaches while he reads, which um, I don't uh, do as much. Um, so I like to just kind of talk to people. Uh, your entire color scheme is mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Moisturizer. I like it better. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I. I like presentation um, and I kind of enjoy the things that are outside of just books and things. Um, so what's your name? And I'll get Jonah. back to you, Perrin, in just a second. What, get back to me about what? 
I believe it's regarding the kink in her neck she spoke of. Right. Okay. No, I, no, mm-hmm. no. It's not about the kink in my neck. It's about it. Never mind. Uh, anyway, nice to meet you. Even yeah. though technically we've already met. Um, and I know but... all of all of you guys. I, I'm aware. I have the I have the knowledge. Um, it's shared, so no need to explain anything to me. I'm I'm okay. Uh, but you look like you have something on your mind. What 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 can we do for you? It, it's nothing of import. It's fine. You had a bad no. dream. Clearly, yeah. it's, it's what's going no, on. No, it was quite the opposite. Actually, I was very yeah. very look. I was looking forward to today for reasons that I thought were Today's obvious. Special. Today's was... special. Well, today. Mm. We're expected to find what we've been looking for, these plants in the hopes. The crimson crawler and uh, whatever. Well, yes, of course, but other things could be happening as well. So we could be completing our mission and celebrating something. Oh, is it a holiday? Um, Have I missed, have I missed the holiday? Have I forgotten the holidays? Again, Uh, have I done that again? I can't believe I've done it twice in a lifetime. Well, uh, Anyway, um, I see you guys have apples, which is really amazing. Um, I didn't think those were out here. Um, but again, what is your name? I'm sorry, it's Jonah. Jonah, okay. Give hugs. They give hugs. I do. I do. I do give hugs. I, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. We're gonna just circle back because the the only thing worse than waking up mad is going to bed mad. But you woke up mad, so that's not great. That's well, not I great didn't wake up mad until Perrin forgot a very important thing. So we're, um, mad. we're, we're not mad that. Did okay, you we're not check? Mad today we're mad that he forgot. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Well, lately Perrin has been getting on my last nerves a little bit, but. Sibling. Neither here nor there. A sister. Yeah. What's, what's the what's what is today? Well, oh, I don't. Mm. I have no idea what it could be, but um, I don't know why this song sounds so familiar. I'm not sure what's happening. Just wait and see. Wait and see. I don't get it. Happy birthday yep. to you. It's her birthday. I've been playing you the entire time. Okay. Happy birthday, sweetheart. Stop playing all types of jokes. You know that I don't know sometimes when you're serious or when you're just joking around. You, you have by far the the worst sense of humor. Um, and by sense, I mean you can't tell when someone's trying to tell a joke. And it's my favorite thing. Well, I, I told that joke that one time. Remember when we were at that bar? And then I was talking about when the Tieflin and the priest met at the bar. And then... Well... It was funny when I said it, when I said it back then. It was, I just it forgot was, the punchline just now, but I'll I'm remember sure. it. I will, I, I, I promise I'll remember it. I would love to hear it. Sounds wonderful. Mm. Yes, um, if you could all um, <clears throat> wish my sister a happy birthday, please. And of you just course. Gotta... Happy birthday, absolutely. Happy birthday, what's a happy it's birthday? The... Thank you guys. So how, it's how old? when you're born and brought in, in onto this 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 realm. Oh. 
you celebrate it every 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 year every mm -hmm. every annual yes every cycle it's, it's like a it's like a special day for you you yes. have a birthday too i'm sure you have to everybody has a birthday eden make an intelligence saving throw <laughs> oh god saving throw no less <laughs> saving throw that's the part though it really doesn't matter what a modifier is oh it's bad it's like a three five five your mind flashes and for a brief instant you see a silhouette of two individuals one kneeling arms outstretched as you begin to be pulled farther and farther away from the pair and then you come back jesus happy birthday And I'm sorry for saying what I said, Perrin. You know I love you more than anything. I know Just, you do. Sometimes you play dirty jokes. and I, I do. I really do. And it's my favorite thing watching you get all riled up because I know like eventually down the line you're going to come to and we'll be all fine again. And that's that's the part of the beauty of our relationship. Um, and left, we'll please. give a peck on his cheek after he says that. Hey, where are you? Where are you going? Mr. Dark and Broody. Uh, I will say Corvus has left like a lot of this, like his stuff, like his breastplate, his backpack. He keeps his chains on him, but has left. Did you? I. Okay, so Walkie's busy doing whatever people with no souls do. Um. Uh. So, uh, Master Jonah. Um. Yes. How? How old are you? Uh, that's a complicated question. Right. Um, I, Logan, how old is this? The manifestations. Um, I really don't know. Actually, I, I wouldn't know. Never mind. Don't, don't, don't yeah. tell me. Um, he he looks he looks. Um, I'd say like late twenties. So, I understand how old the core is hmm. i don't know how long we've been around right you just you sound like younger and that's why i asked oh me yeah no it's just because i have um a personality uh so you are rather upbeat wait yeah. does that mean that you have multiple birthdays that means multiple presents and 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 sweets and treats of things as wonderful as that sounds uh i don't think so i think oh. it's still we're still just sort of the one uh, and we kind of follow them now we we haven't existed very long uh as to how long i'm not sure but enough look we've been down this road it's weird we all get it how can we make your day special like picking mushrooms and stuff does not i mean we got to do something else like that doesn't sound well, I mean, I don't want to be too distracting because we should take this seriously. Those sure. things are very important for us right now. But, I mean, hmm, that's a good question. I mean, this is a, we have a whole new group of friends. And it's kind of, I mean, this area, what does it look like, DM, right now? Like, how would you describe it? The area that you're like where you're standing 
like yes. where you're hanging out. Um, yes. It looks like um, if there was such thing as a homestead amidst a Dark Souls terrain covered by a swamp. I figured as much. Yeah, like it's very like it's it's a nice like the sun's coming up. It's a beautiful sunrise, and then you look around and like. The shack where, where, like, the people that you just saved lives is, like, covered in moss and, like, the roof is starting to cave in a bit. And, like, even where you're living is, like, literally, like, they just took two posts and then put a wooden board over the top. And then art somehow fashioned walls around it. Um, it's, v- like, it. you're, even though you're close to a road, it's very much like these guys are homesteading on a bog. Mm. Well... Yeah. Let's just say it's definitely very different from how I usually celebrate with family at the Oasis. And there's usually lots of t- treats, really, really yummy treats. Actually, Mom makes a really good apple pie, along with some others as well. A meat pie. So let's put, let's just put, as stinky as this is, we'll put a pin in it. And next time we're in the city to where we can get treats and things, we'll we'll go all out. But I like you. Jonah has such a pleasant disposition. I like eh, Jonah. We're not all bad. But if it's your special day, then um, I can do this. And Eden will just put her hands down and begin to grow up like lots of little flowers and like is really quickly like trying to weave like a flower crown and just like sets it on Finn's head. That way, at least you can feel special today. Corvus will be returning. I don't Thank get you. it at all, but... I'm Corvus will look at everyone. And you'll notice like fixation on the crown. And then just will walk into the area back to his stuff and sit on the floor. What was that all about? It's pretty. Are are you alright? And then we'll hold up Corv will hold up his hand as his most intricately woven flower like vines and as origami stuff on it of all the details that he's got from Fenara okay. origami style crown so. Fenara is going to approach Corvez she's going to take the crown that he made like basically reach out to try to grab it and we'll just kind of pass it over kind of defeated like oh um, well that was a, an attempt then she's going to take the crown that um, Eden put on her head, take it off. Now, DM, I'm trying to do something that I, I don't know if it'll work, but she's going to uh, basically in that moment, she kind of puts them, kind of she takes a look and she tries to figure out how to, how to make it work. But she kind of puts, um, as they're like lying flat, kind of um, almost like as if she's linking them together, she's gonna cast Mending. So there's almost like this this little um, glimmer around both crowns to basically try to join them, almost like how magicians would do with the two, uh, <laughs> the rings, two yeah. rings. Yeah, She tries to do the same thing with both crowns. 100% over the next minute. Like you, you semi break them, mostly because that's how like the spell fixes broken things, but it's in a way where you're like breaking them by like smashing them together and then pulling your hands apart. And as you do, you ha- like you're left with this circlet that is the perfect combination of the two of them. And then she puts it on her head. Well, I'll be. I think this is the perfect gift. Thank you both. Very kindly. What a great right. group of people. 
you, 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 the two of you, you can live for another day. Congratulations, you passed the test. Um, and then he, <laughs> and then Perrin looked at Joda. You were still figuring it out, and yeah, of course, when, I was unprepared. When, Sorry. When Perrin says that, there's like a low key, like almost like a tiger's growl coming out of like Eden, like just the core of Eden, as she's just like, try it. <laughs> So, um, Crimson Crawler, um, the other one as well. Where are we? What directions? You all have them. I am just here to be pretty. Uh, out. So I don't know if. Uh, Eden, you'd remember, and since it's been a month, I'll do some some recollection on the part of everybody um use the that giant kind of grove of willows and briar yeah. and stuff like that that you guys saw was to your west and it was more northwest but you guys maybe have like an hour or two travel along that main road that you guys were heading northward on mm-hmm. before you have to veer off and kind of go directly toward it through the bog and like weave your way through the bog i remember um we just got to get back on the road for a little bit and then we can cut across the bog to that tree. Alright. That, that sounds great. Um let's get Dusty. That's Dusty. A... Dusty's the horse. Oh, okay, right. I thought that was like a yeah. Right, yep, let's get the horse. <clears throat> Your sister named it. She did. You're right. Mm-hmm. It's and a very her... good name. Very appropriate, don't you it think? It is a good name. Oh, I'm sorry, it's not Dusty, it's Dusky. 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 I'm sorry. I yeah. I haven't written. I that thought much. she said Dusky. So I wrote I it very. No, I've been saying. Du- I've been saying I Dusty, and I felt. I felt really I bad. I wrote it down in my notebook. It's still packed away. So. <laughs> I thought she said Dusky. My bad. Right. I know it had a name. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a thing. That that happened. So are we, are we all are we all ready to go? Of course, we'll get his armor back on. Um. There are people in the the shack, right? That are yeah. Like there was um, there was a half orc woman and her kids. That's right. Yes. So I feel it's appropriate to probably go thank them for their. Oh, that'd be a good idea. Also, um, Finn, here, drink this, and uh, Eden will just hand her a little silver cup. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, what does this smell like? Uh, it smells like butter pecan. Ooh. Delicious. Mm. Plus 1d4 to ability checks. Uh, and you get uh, 7 temporary HP. And that 1d4 lasts as long as you have that temporary HP. And I need you to roll a d8. All right. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Somebody's giving me birthday. some material. <gasps> Eight. You die. Um, (laughs) It's it's actually poison. As Finn is sitting there, she starts to sprout an animal-like tail that you're allowed to describe. Me or beautiful Finn? I could describe it, but I'm gonna let Finn. Um, you will see where, um, there is this all of a sudden, like from underneath her, her dress, 
But the thing is, it starts lifting up her dress because of the fact that, yeah, there was no tail there before. And she's like, what does it feel so breezy? What if, oh, 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 heavens. Um, and it's basically a, you see where it's like, it starts extending out um, and it's a white, like white fur, but it has black stripes across it. And basically, she, like the tail is wagging because of the fact that she's kind of like in this excited state, but like she's trying to figure out what's going on while trying to like keep her dress down. So she's trying to figure out how to like calm down the tail and keep her dress down and not flying up. Uh, Eden chugs hers. Oh, oh and uh, nothing happens. Um, 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 uh, was, it, was that supposed to happen? Am I going to continue turning into uh, um, it should, a big key? No, it should stop there. Um, but this is good success. This is 50-50. Only one side effect. It's cute. Um, but it will um, go away. It won't last. Yeah, I don't think that my clothing was prepared for a tail. Um, I don't think I was prepared for her tail on my birthday. Look, look, this is a birthday either. you will never forget. Um, yeah, you got but, that right. Um, what if it I... brings you luck? Well, we're gonna see. Um, I, I need you to not panic. Okay. okay. Uh, okay. Parent takes out a dagger, goes behind her and just... <laughs> Um, a hole in the back of her dress. And <laughs> okay, I thought you were just. <laughs> just take, it just takes the off tail. with the, off with the tail. <laughs> it takes, it takes the tail out of the base and like pulls it out. You're about to pull a piccolo on us. Oh well, I, good thing I know how to fix things. Yeah, you can mend it when you. Which is yeah. which is why which is why I could do that, but I didn't it's, panic either because uh, I know you'll fix it later. Um, it but now it's when she's mad. It, it, it's true. You should you should see her, the way her foot taps when when she has too many sweets. Perrin, don't what? be telling everything. This is the best day of my life. Um, oh my and we can continue, continue on the yeah. road. Let's let's do that, please. Um, so, uh, with with uh, Fenara and Eden, we will you know get Dusky ready to go yeah. and pack up. And I'm going to run over to the the house. As you approach the house, uh, you can see that there is a fire lit on the inside from one, one window that's there. Knock on the door. Uh, um, who, who is it? Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, the door, you hear the latch kind of come undone and the door swing open. Uh, hi. I, hi. Sorry to disturb. Right. I, know, I know it's early. I just wanted to to um, let you know that we're, we're going to be off. Um, and sort of do our own thing and um but we wanted to thank you for allowing us to stay on your property and i did uh pick a few uh apples so and uh i'll pull out a gold piece um this hopefully will cover uh everything um, oh, no 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 need and, and she like as you're holding it out she kind of puts her hand in yours and puts the coin back in um you you all did enough last night um save my Save my boys. Absolutely, yeah. You, so yeah, least you're, I can do you're an absolute blessing. Mm -hmm. So, um, 
thank you. And if we see each other again, um, either way, it was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And I'll hopefully, hopefully that lean two wasn't too hard on y'all. Perfect. Yeah, way worse. We've done way worse. This was great. Good. Good, good. Well, um, have a safe travels. Um, yeah, absolutely. And maybe you guys should get some sort of warning system or, or something um, that you can kind of plan for something that may walk onto your property. Just a thought. I'll look into that. Um, yeah. My one's a... Like a bell or something, like a perimeter something. I use uh, a spell, and I know that may not be your thing, but like, there are other ways to do like it. Like a cord with a bell at multiple points, so if something trips yeah. on it, it... Okay, okay. Um, yeah. I see you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can definitely... I'll talk to the boys. Maybe they throw that together in the next couple of days. Okay, great. Just be careful Thank if you, you so come much. back this way, then. <laughs> Absolutely. We will watch out for it. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Safe travels. Goodbye. And she closes no. and latches the door, and... You can hear a brief mumbling okay. as you walk. Okay, I think we are all set. Yeah. Okay, so to the bog. Hmm. Sorry, not the best. You got That's a tail, okay. though. I mean, I've been in bogs and briars and stuff before. They're not that bad. Yeah, I mean, they're, they have their uses. Um, they're pokey. You guys are both into medicinal things. I'd probably maybe keep a lookout for that stuff. There's probably a lot of that there. Hmm. Oh. You have a really good point, Jonah. Yeah. I'm oh. sorry about your tail, Finn. Uh, it, it's quite all right. I mean, you just gave me uh, an extra present that was unexpected. So let's look at it that way. It's getting better. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sort of trying to figure out how to uh, calm my emotions, so to speak. I don't, I'm not really good at that. I mean, Technically, I get that from my mama. Correct. It's good, though. You don't want to bottle that stuff up. You know what I mean? Because then it kind of spills out sometimes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See, at least you understand. Oh, by the way. And then she's going to grab Perrin and give him, like, a huge hug. But as she does that, it's almost like a warmth that he feels. And um, between the two of them, and she's doing her, um, her emboldened bond um, between them. <laughs> That's for the song. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome, sweetheart. Um, it, I just um, I'm so glad that I got to be here with you, and I'm sad that mom and dad can't be here um to be with you and and tell you happy. I know that they would have would have loved to celebrate with you like they've done for the past eighteen years. God damn it, you're old. Um. So I'm um, a woman now. Don't start that. Um can uh can I see any um any creatures nearby like small animals uh and or uh medium sized uh like bears or birds or whatever. Um, I'd say they're they're probably like a handful of like frogs or like slugs that you could see around on the road. Like as you guys are getting into the road, um, the occasional squirrel or rabbit. Um, nothing bi nothing bigger than small game though. Like you, you maybe see like okay. one or two deer, but nothing 
that stands out as like this huge beast. All right. Um, I just I want you to make sure that you don't don't go straying off into the woods, okay? Because you know, with that, you know, new tail of yours, you might you might scare someone. You might scare all the little game. They think you're a predator. Oh well, I, I don't want that. No, hey, absolutely not. So you got to be careful, okay? All right, I promise. Who's driving the car? Um, yeah. I was I just about to. Good. I was just eighteen. Right. The whole, uh, whole way through. Eden, give me an animal handling check, please. Oh God. As it's the only thing that's really required of this first portion of your journey. Um. Okay. <laughs> she, she is okay. she's the druid. Yeah. So that's, that's a twenty-four. That's right. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. You guys are able or you're able to steer. Yeah. You know, you have a combination of like everybody else who has awesome per- passive perception in the party. Like keeping an eye out on that grove of trees far off on the horizon, um, until the point where you guys get parallel and can start to veer off. That first portion of your trip, super, super easy. Um, literally just you're going you know, down a road. Me and, me and Dusky are homies, okay? Like, I'm, like, talking to Dusky the whole time, like, yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit of Dusky's life story. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, you get to the portion where now it, you are realizing the farther north you go, you're just going to end up having to cut back. Um, so turning turning into the bog and making your way through is probably your best option. Um does it look like we can take the cart through, or do we have to leave the cart here? Um, the problem's twofold. You brought a cart with a horse that you're going to leave in the middle of a semi-decent trade road. Um, this is arguably one of the bigger roads um, that stretch from Swega to Shymore. Uh However, from what you guys can see immediately before you, there is enough of a navigational passage through the bog from what you can tell. Uh, when you get closer to a water source, how reliable those, you know, footholds are going to be, we'll be, you know, we'll, we'll see when we get there. But for right now, you know, ushering Dusky into these bog patches and these this harder ground in between the uh, marsh, um, you know, peat and clay kind of kind of deal, uh, it is pretty easy. But you do get it will slow down just a tiny bit because you know you're bringing a cart through. Of, you know, swamp, but it should be doable. For future plans, uh, I'd have missed the description of Dusky. Is he uh, really healthy or kind of uh, thin? Or... Um, he's fairly healthy. Um, he's not he's not lacking food by any means, but he's like the only pack horse that looked like Umber had to transport goods. So he's a little. It's more of like lithe muscle Aver- average versus, size horse yeah he's average size horse lithe muscle he's muscular but he's he's t- okay. like smaller leaner yeah never mind yeah. no he's not a, he's not a war horse but he's not a war horse by any means well i i have i have i have a, i can forward him if we need to but if he's over 500 pounds then that may be out so yeah probably yeah, no. even a small yeah even a small horse is yeah, no. probably over that. Just, I just I just googled average weight of a horse. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I had to know. I had. We had to do that. Um, <laughs> Just in this case. This is Dungeons and Dragons, y'all. Science is real. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, just especially when you. Continuing on. Uh, go ahead and give me Tony. a uh, an animal handling check. Okay. And then a d6, okay. and then a roll a d6. Okay. Don't like that. Okay. That's an 18 and a 3 on my d6. A 3. Okay. Um, as you guys are going through, you go in for about another couple hours at this point. Um, you're moving and careening through. All of a sudden, you hear a splash is one, and then a second splash as a second wheel on the right-hand side of your cart tip and fall into a patch of earth. Or a patch of bog. Uh -oh. Sorry. Um, Whoops. Corvus, you're strong. You get out and push. No one said that was the case. But you're wrong. I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine. We can all pitch in. You don't have to do it by yourself. Teamwork! Except you don't have to. You, your dress is beautiful, and this place is awful. So, you, well, but I, in case it, it, if something um, the axle was broken or something, I can I can fix that. I I can try That's to true. lift up my my dress a little bit, um, just to not get it the bottom all dirty. But if if we, if we had like a second horse, do you think we could pull it out? Are you insinuating oh. that you'd like to change into a horse to help us? It would help. Oh, I forgot you can do all types of things like that. That's amazing. Hey, Jonah, have you got a uh, big brain to do the maths like uh, Kaiden and Hale? Uh, yes, yeah. What do you surmise? You think that uh, another horse would be able to pull this through the bog? Do I think another horse would be? <laughs> I mean, two horses are better than one. Okay, I just didn't know with the scenario, like the way it looks. Uh, if it's slightly yeah. down, then yeah, I think uh, I don't think that'll be a, an issue. Um, just we got to get the right leverage, and I will walk around to the other side. Does it look fairly dry on the side that's not sunk in? Like, do, would you get? Could we get good grounding over there? Yeah, you have stable. You have stable land on the uh, left hand side of the cart. It's just this right do hand. We, it just must have just slipped, just barely. Do we have extra rope? Do we have rope? I would hope there's uh, six of you and each of you. How much rope do you feet, need? 50 feet. Uh, um, I have some rope. Okay. Then, yeah, I, won't, I don't think it'll be a problem at all. Okay. Um, one second, and Eden will jump down out of the cart, and then slowly but surely she will transform into a large white horse that has fuzzy pink moth antenna. Awesome, awesome. Very quickly. Okay. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say there's also some like vine like briar growing through like the mane and tail like little <laughs> rosebuds, but yeah. Very quickly, you latch on uh, Eden horse to the <laughs> cart. Uh, Eden, go ahead and roll me an athletics check. Do you have the stats for a horse up? I do. Okay, then go ahead and. Oh, because it's you and Dusky working together, I will give it to you with advantage, of course. Woo. And while, while we're making all this commotion, I do want to make sure that we're not catching attention of anything in particular. 22. 22. Oh, I believe you do have a D4 because of your thing you do. Yeah. Not that it matters with a 22, but like for shits 26. and gigs. 
Yeah, see, there you go. Oh, 26. Um, 26. The the two of you are able to pull with a little help uh, from from Kaiden getting it, wading in ever so slightly just to kind of give it that little bit of a push from the side to get it up and out of the water. Uh, but the three of you are able, or not Kaiden, oh my God, these K names. Uh, <laughs> Corvus, hey, Corvus, 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 sorry. No, I, I was, me, me. <laughs> I, I was looking directly, I, I was looking directly I would like to make Jay. a point though that um, Corvus does not get into the bog. Corvus takes the chain and wraps it over the other side and uses leverage, keeping Corvus's feet on the good ground. There you go. All right. Uh, yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, the the three of you managing to lift it and push it, or pull it rather, um, out of this patch of bog. Jonah, give me a perception check real quick, as you're keeping an eye out. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, looking around, you think for a moment uh, farther off between two sets of like bog ponds or like swamp ponds, you see something like casually like come up and out of one and into the other. Yes, I said casually. Get over it. Um, I'll just let them know, hey, we, we may have, uh, you know, company. N nothing to worry about just yet. Just I just saw something move. But lots of things move here, so it's not a big deal. I'll kind of give her, like, the horse pat thing, you know, down the neck. Uh, good job. That was amazing. Um, Fenar, did you want to check and make sure that the, the axle and everything is... Uh, yeah, of course. Um... And, and Fanara's going to kind of look around herself before kind of going and focusing on the wheel itself. Because now she's, like, nervous. Yeah, I'm going to keep my eyes over that. That's why I told her to do it. So I'm going to keep my eyes over that mm -hmm. direction as well. Yeah, as you're actively looking around uh, at this point, uh, you kind of scan even the water where you guys are kind of standing next to where the cart has fallen into no movement other than the little ripples that are coming from the wheels that have now been pulled out. Okay. And um, how does the condition of the wheel the back, how does it look? The back wheel looks fine. There's a small crack in the front axle uh, but you, again, put your hand on it. Yeah. Cast mending. Yeah, she's gonna yeah, she's gonna do that. And the uh, pieces come together fit and uh, and the cracks within it are... Uh, Contained, healed, healed, fixed, mended, all those repaired. words. See, repaired. There we go. Um, if Eden is still in the horse form, um, Fanar is going to try to reach in her bag for like some kind of like food, like some like a biscuit or something to try to give we to Eden in this form. Like yeah, apple, we, we yeah, whatever we have. Yeah, mm -hmm. Eden will straight up just devour it, like just looking happy as hell, like. Do the prance thing. Yep. I get by with a little help from my horse. Horace is just going to be on a looking around now, alert. Mm -hmm. um, so, Eden, so this are, brings you, up... are you planning yeah. on staying a horse for the duration of, of your wild shape? Yeah. So, with the addition of a second horse... 
the difficulty of pulling it through the bog is now lessened, so you guys won't have to really worry about that. Um, Jonah, what were you going to say? Sorry. That's pretty much the answer to that question. Uh, I was going to ask, since we've already been stuck once, do we continue on? But Eden, if you're going to be helping, then I don't see a problem. Obviously, we can. I'm going to take the rope off of her. You can help just pull the cart without being completely attached to it. It doesn't seem humane. Um, okay. So who is, can you steer from this position? Like, yep. Oh, she's a horse. Like uh, head spins around it. real fast and like glares. <laughs> no, I'm just saying you're not a steer. You're a horse. There's a difference. Like ears flat, like out to the side, just like we are having a full-on tangled moment right here, uh, and I'm expression. loving it. You'll you'll get used to his joking. Don't worry, Corvus. Uh, Corvus is currently looking into the water, trying to see if there's anything moving underneath. Make a perception check. Uh, that is going to be a 22. The only thing you see looking into the water is your own reflection. This water is cleaner than I thought. However, <laughs> the eyes of your reflection I'm glad he sees his reflection. are hollow. As they stare back at you. You continue on as a group, being pulled by Horse Eden and Dusky. Um, who do I want to pick on? <laughs> you know what? Birthday girl, roll me a D6. Okay. Tanara, roll me a D6. Here we go. Four. Four. Roll it again. <laughs> I thought you rolled it, man. No. Three. Okay. God damn it. Roll it again. <laughs> <laughs> A one. All right. That's better. Um, no. You get to a point as you're moving through the bog uh, several hours later, enough time for Eden to switch back into Eden form. Um, Dusky taking the full brunt of the, wag or of the, the cart at this point. Um, but you get to a single stretch of pond or of, of swamp, maybe about uh, 50 feet across. And it looks like it's like a part of a river or at least just a small, like small, yeah, pond for that matter. Um, but it's several hundred feet wide. Do we see the tree that we're looking for? The trees look... Once you get past this, it looks to be uh, maybe a couple more hours. But they're drawing nearer, and the trees, like, they looked big from the, from the distance. They're now gauging from where you're at, probably at least 50 feet tall. So I could, I could get us across, but we'd have to leave the horse on this side. That'd be okay. For a moment, I, th I think that that's okay. If we secure them and let them be safe, what if water things eat it? Oh, maybe we'll tie it to a tree, uh, you know, 50 yards back or so. Okay. You know what? I will put um, 
my alarm around it, so maybe you will at least know it's coming. Okay. And we'll be notified if something happens. Or something's happening. Um. Cool. Alright, so that I need I need twenty minutes to do this stuff though, if that's okay. Okay. Maybe we'll just take a little rest and snack break and I'll do my thing. That's fine. Corvus, you look a little concerned. Is everything alright? You keep staring at the water. There are things that lurk in places. I feel it's in the ground, but I can't seem to place what's off about this place. Eden will also go look in the water, just like trying to see what the heck Corvus is looking at. Like, she's mm -hmm. like... Go ahead and give me a perception check. You have really good intuition, Corvus. That uh, is a natural 20. Uh, so 26 total for... Her. Looking down into the water, maybe about 5-10 feet away, you think you see coming from the earth beneath it a hand. Jumping back. There's something in the water. It's a hand or something. It's reaching. Yeah. What? There are elements of this water that is alarming. Be it the nature of the depth or the essence of the water itself. I won't let the, I won't let the water touch me. I told, I told you the water is evil and it wants to eat me. Yeah, and there may be an, another problem. I don't think I fully understood. I was just looking at the spell book here and I don't think it works the way I thought it did. Sorry. I'm not as apt with this stuff as Ripley. Oh. Um, I'm going to take a ball bearing and just kind of flick it into the water like as hard as I can to try to just not to skip along it, but to pierce the water surface just to see how the water reacts. You throw it and you watch as it hits, the, it ripples, and it sinks maybe about half a foot before it settles on something. Not the earth that you can see when you look into the pond, but something else. There is something beneath this water. Oh boy. Uh, so Corvus is then going to take one of the chains of this binding, the whip, as it's wrapped around the arm, and it's going to, like, launch it forward to try to impale, try to reach the ground. I want to try to hit something. Okay. Um, just make an attack roll to see how effective it is. Uh, that's going to be plus, uh, that's going to be a dirty 20. And you're throwing in the same spot as the ball bearing? Yeah. All right. So it goes in, and it sinks in uh, just enough to the point where, like, the link where you're, the edge of the blade connects to the hilt. Or, like, the edge of the, the chain connects to the hilt. And then it pokes out. Uh, I'm going to cast light on my whip to try to illuminate to get a better look under the water. As you illuminate, you see that where your whip is, it's on the side of... And the light splashes through, almost as if whatever, like, the, the thing that it's hitting is translucent. It splashes through and across. You can see maybe about a 10-foot 
wide pathway. Invisible to the naked eye, other than the light that's shining through it currently, that extends the width of this pond. And then we'll rethin the whip. The pond has a path through a small indent under the water that allows passage, though not in the most comfortable of ways. We have to go inside it. And like in the it's, water. It's it's less than a foot of depth, but it is still at least a few inches of water. I'll see you all when you get back. And then doing the same, taking another ball bearing, going to cast light on it and try to skip it along the water to see if I can kind of see if the path makes it like more than a few feet out to see if it actually might make it almost all the way across. Uh, make an athletic check for me, please, and thank you. Uh, that is a 15. 15. You skip and then boom, boom, boom. Uh, bounces not off the water. You watch as it like the first couple bounces and then it sinks and kind of rolls uh and maybe probably about 30 feet before it stops just from from the water itself um but from what you can tell the light shining down on it this path goes that full 30 feet and then a little bit more as the light extends further so there is a a sand bridge if you will beneath this water but i don't live in the water It'll be all right. Um, the water isn't really that scary. I mean, when you get used to it, it's all right. Just stay by me. I promise. I'll protect you. I think I can help. I think I could, if you just let me finish this real fast. Um, and I'm going to continue casting my ritual for however long it takes. Yeah. Um, ritual is typically 10 minutes. Well, I mean, I know it's 10 minutes, but I don't yeah. know, like, game time, like, how long that would have taken. Yeah, you could have easily. Yeah, you could have easily had it done, or like you're on the last couple of minutes. By the time we get done, with, like they're getting done with this. Okay. But yeah, you take the last couple minutes. Your spell, as you're drawing these runes into the, um, into the dirt at your feet, you cast your spell. So, as it finishes, the the sort of circle that I've drawn kind of shakes a little bit, vibrates. And kind of just raises up and then all the dirt start starts sort of cascading off of it and then what's left is this sort of holographic looking uh disc uh that's sort of that same silvery uh magic that he uses with everything else um this will take you uh keep you out of the water not far um but it will keep you out of the water at least um and i can kind of pull it with my mind and Benar, you're welcome to use it as well with the dress and everything i don't know if and and, and parents well, I'm, I'm used to can. the water that's okay, that's I just, fine. everybody can use it if they want I just, but but, I but before we go um there is something i want to do for three of y'all if you don't mind sure and um you'll see where um Fenara kind of grasps her hands together and she closes her eyes and when she opens them there's like this flicker of light um and you'll feel almost as if like water kind of f- like fell like over your bodies, but it's not like, it, you don't see water. It's just that feeling of that rush of a wave over each of you. And she's blessing um, Corvus and um, Jonah and also Eden. Oh, wow. I can feel that. Wow, that's impressive. Oh, thank you. 
And you'll notice Corvus with the like feeling it, there's like a, almost a shudder. Like it's cold, but then also mildly painful. Oh, it, it's not supposed to hurt you. I'm sorry. It's, it's fine. I find some things divine to be alarmingly familiar. Kind of feels similar to this time I talked to a bird. We should make our way. Okay, uh, if you, uh, if you want to. Yep, um, immediately just like hops up and is like balled up on the disc. Is anyone else stepping? I have to be 20 feet in front of her, but I will pull it as soon as I get Perfectly centered and away from the edge as much as she possibly can be, like. Finn will follow behind, so she's like close enough, um, and she kind of like has her hand outstretched to Eden, just to kind of hold it. Oh, actually, yeah, what I'll do is I'll, I'll put it me twenty like... feet behind them, them, so I can kind of move it forward as I'm moving forward. So I'll be sort of far in the back. And Corvus will be taking. I believe Corvus will be taking the front, um, occasionally doing a, a light ball bearing just to make sure that we're on the same path. But then 30 feet ahead of us will be um, an echo of Corvus seemingly walking the same path as us. As you all begin walking down this path, you get that 30 feet, that light on the ball bearing still in front. You get to it. Corvus, you sound, pick it up. And you all hear a shift in the water to your right. As you look, you can see the top of the water begin to ripple as whatever is coming toward you all is disturbing the dirt underneath, kicking it up so its form can't be seen. In a brief moment, as you're waiting, getting closer and closer to your walkway, the ripples stop. A form comes shooting out of the water, wings splayed as it flies over you, splashes into the other side. As it does, mud and muck and mire are, uh, splash over all of you, peppering your faces uh, with the brine of the swamp. Did any of us see the form in that moment? In that brief moment, what you saw, Fanara, I'd say Eden, um, if I remember, I think Jonah, both Jonah, I think everybody but Perrin. <laughs> um, you see brown, accurate. brown leathery wings, almost like a manta ray type body with a stinger protruding from the rear, hands splayed out in the front, and this horned face coming up from the from where, like the the front the head of it would be it you watch as that ripple of it going into the water stops and turns and it floats up wings splayed out before you as it's standing in the middle of the water and we're gonna go to break real quick great oh boy hey kevin <laughs> make sure you type barefoot yeah. Barefoot in the chat. It's barefoot for your it's chance 
to get win this. Oh, it works when I'm all the way back here. This yeah. Umbral Oculus D20 is beautiful. It's red with silver. <laughs> and then it's disappearing. I'm going to use it to kill everybody in just a minute. But we're going to take a quick 10-minute break and come back. Thank you all for joining. See you then, friends. Be right back. Welcome back. Our party, after continuing from their swampy abode, uh, find themselves at a pond crossing, finding an illusionary walkway that's taken them the majority of the way across. They are assaulted by some sort of murky, muddy, boggy stingray. As it comes out of the water facing you all, it's manta-like wings flapping, its stinger barely hanging in the water. Its face looks at you all, gives a grimacing growl, and since you guys are prepared, I'm, I'm going to make you all roll initiative, I think. Oh, great. I was going to have it do something, but like it's not fair. Y'all are ready, so I'll see if it, if it does something on its turn. Uh... Oculus, don't fail me now. The only roll I ever do good on. Hey. At least you guys are blessed. Hashtag blessed. Yes, you get you get your blessed. And you technically almost are pretty much parent. I get I get a D4 as well. No, everybody else gets it on their attack rolls and saving throws. Oh, and Fanara, did you bless did you bless yourself? No, we're bonded. Oh, you're bonded. Okay. Bonded. Mm -hmm. Okay. No, so, that went to the other three. Okay, the other three are blessed. You do get a, a, an additional D4 though because of your because of Eden's potion because it's an ability check and technically initiative is ability check. Yep. Oh, nice. Yep. So you get a D4, Eden. That means you would get two D4. Oh, I do. Ah. Oh, I needed that too. You get, Thank you. Do you get bless applied to ability initiative? checks? No, oh, no, just, no, I'm uh, sorry. No, you don't. You just get one. My bad. I okay. forgot I mean, what I did, I, I forgot that I had, but I'm saying I didn't roll my d4 because I was oh, like, oops. oh, I don't get, I don't get blessed, but uh, I did roll one for that. 25 to 20. I'm doing it on paper. Uh, so. 22. 22? Anything higher than 22? No. Uh, no. Not since I, I can't use that d4. <laughs> All right. Uh, 15 to 20. Uh, 19 for Corvus. 19 for Cor Corvus. Eden. I got the 20. Okay. So, Eden. Corvus. Siblings again. Uh, <laughs> Fenara, Perrin, where'd you go? How'd you do? Seven. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> this is too on brand. Why? Why? Oh. You guys together don't equal mine. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Your, what, Thanks. your dex is your dex is what, Corvus? Uh, my dex is fifteen. Oh shit. Okay, Rollies. Oh shit. Uh, that's an eighteen. That's a seven. So you'll go first. Excellent. I'll go before Jonah too, just because. Why not? Uh, no. <laughs> Jonah, you're up first. You're concentrating on your floating disc, pulling it as you go. Uh, it's not concentration, I don't think. Oh, is it not? Nope. Mm -mm. Well, shit. It just do it just does the thing. It does the thing. Um, let me make sure. Yeah, it's not. 
Um, okay, so uh, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want, you want to make an Arcana or a History check, go ahead. Uh, can I do that freely? Uh, bonus no. action. I'll give it to you as a bonus action. Bonus. Okay. Yeah. Oh, because uh, I had rolled earlier. Okay, got it. Arcana twelve. Arcana twelve. Uh, you're not quite sure. Uh, it doesn't right. quite look animal. It, and it doesn't look like any sort of dragon that you've heard of. Okay. So do I still get to roll because I was um, Fenara was trying to figure out what it was? I say you do it on your turn. Okay. Because th- this all happened within. So this six is not okay. Se- this yeah. is not like pre- this all happened okay. within six seconds. No, this is part of Jonah's turn. All right. So I will um, pull from my mind again, and what you'll see is a little inspiration from Corvus, and it'll be a silvery uh, sort of cord that runs down my arm and out and i will throw it sort of forcefully at the thing uh and i need an intelligence save okay i can cast that too um okay does intelligence does a 17 or 16 well did the fucking yeah fucking <laughs> Hold on, you still get half damage. Uh, okay. uh, I think it's half damage. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 13, so 6, I guess. What type of damage is it? Uh, psychic? Yeah. Yeah, psychic. 6. Uh, and because it doesn't latch on, it just sort of pulls back into my mind. You watch as it does, like, lash out and hit. The creature kind of takes one of its wings to block it, and it splashes over, and it does take... You can watch its head shake for a second. As the spell does hit, and do some damage, but it doesn't take full effect. Uh, anything else? Action, bonus action, you want to move it all? Uh, where am I in relation to it? Um, I'd say you guys are all like kind of in a line. So wherever you'd be, I imagine Jonah would be cl- farther to the front because he had to pull. He had to pull Eden. And well, Fenara I was pushing it actually. Oh, I was twenty it. feet behind it, pushing it. Oh, okay. Um, then you'd be so in the back then. I can do this without moving her, so I will kind of just go go towards the since I'm flanking on the end, just kind of you know back up, uh, you know, thirty feet. Uh, on the on the edge there. So you're, 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 you're back on you're back on solid. You're back on solid ground. No, it, it minimum is twenty grand, twenty feet. I can extend it up to a hundred, so okay. I can I can move away without moving you. So, cool. and you're okay. you're back on solid ground if you go backward. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Eden, it's your turn. Um, you're probably about you're probably about like 10, 15 feet away from, from this thing. the thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Eden's going to scream uh, because, like, the screechiest little girl scream ever uh, because she was right. The water wants to eat her. Um, <laughs> and as she, she's, her little, like, freak out scream kind of almost becomes like this weird guttural echoey screech uh, as her eyes ink over black, her irises turn red, her nails elongate. And uh, there is, like, a fluttering coming from all of the trees around them as a swarm of moth appears uh, in a 
Let me make sure. Yes, in a 10-foot radius sphere uh, focused on this thing. Um, and it heavily obscures that area, and I will need it. Uh, yeah, it's a, a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's a 21. A 21? Yeah, that succeeds. Uh, awesome, awesome. But then we'll take... Uh, still takes 9 points of piercing damage. 9 um, points of piercing. That's halved, or that's, that's, that's already halved? That's halved. Alright. Um, I rolled a 9 and a 10. Um, and basically it's when the creature starts its turn or enters the area for the first time. Awesome. Uh, it makes that save. Um, and then Eden while still keeping like the banshee screamy thing going like a little bit will book it all of her movement as much as possible like will book it from the disc towards dryland on the other side um, oh on the far side okay yeah yeah you can definitely do that you kind of just sprint through um you're yeah. most of the way already you probably have like 10 more feet until you're off Okay, this yeah, illusionary just, path and onto yeah onto solid ground. and she's not booking full feet like she's just wanting to her feet on solid ground and she's turned back and she is looking and she seems to be like muttering under her breath something in Sylvan like she's talking to the moths mm -hmm. um, and that is my turn awesome <laughs> Corvus uh, and you said the moths lightly obscure stuff that's within it okay cool well Noted. it says it, it says yeah lightly obscures the area or heavily obscures the area heavily obscures the area okay cool got it so it's heavily obscured right now yeah, you're having a hard time to see it because there's a bunch of little moths flying and trying to bite How at it. And far is it from our illusory path? I'd say probably the same, no more than like ten or fifteen feet. Perfect. Um, so I can. How much? How wide is the path? Is it like only like a real narrow five feet? About ten feet at the most. There are there Perfect. are points where there's points when it narrows a bit, but it's not more. It's not any wider than ten feet at any given time, or smaller than five feet. And you can usually tell when it's shifting. Because uh, Corvus would like to like take a step back, and then run jump at it, to avoid being into the water to get within range to make a melee attack. Okay, also, so you're jump. To be clear, that means it can't see us either. Okay. Um, so <laughs> it is going to. Uh, so you're jumping through the moths to get to it. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, need, I can't see it, so I gotta be able to see it to hit it. Can you determine what? Does the moths do anything, Eden? Uh, no, it says hostile creatures. Cool. So I don't know. I mean, I guess you could rule that how you want to rule that. No, Corvus is Corvus is hostile to an extent, but not hostile to these moths, so that it's trying to help kill this thing. So yeah, go ahead, make an attack roll. As you as you jump through, you start to see this thing come into effect. Now you see that where the ends of these manta-like wings, there are hands, and coming down from the bottom, you see feet. So, I mean, it's heavily obscured technically. So, is that an advantage, technically speaking? Or is it like. Because it that doesn't know the, where I'm at. Um, it's the opposite. I, I'd say. But I'm here. But I'd say if it. you're jumping in. So, the intention is to, like, stick a dagger in it as you're sliding down it. Uh, my whip, because or I'm your whip. real good. Yeah. So, I would say, yeah, it would be. Um, I'd say, yeah, a, a disadvantage on your part. Oh, because you can't see it until you're, like. But you are blessed. Within five feet of it. <laughs> quite the opposite of what he wanted yes. yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna attack when i'm within the five feet instead of my 10 foot range i'm a, i'm gonna stab it with my whip then all right then that will be a normal roll 
Uh, fine. That's going to be 18. 18. 18 will hit. I had to double check. Oh, you had to double check that. Oh. Right? Uh, you saw I, had that? Double, I had to double check that. Uh, Are, okay. uh, since these moths aren't considered enemies of my enemies, that's going to be um, five points of damage. Five points of damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, the moths aren't anything, so cool. You stab into it. Um, and you watch as you stab into it and you drag across. This black-like ichor comes pouring out of the wound. It looks down at you and snarls as it does so. Anything else? Bonus action? Uh, yeah. Bonus action. I'm going to swap places with my um, echo to get back on the losery path. Because it was 30 feet. It was at the head of us. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I must, I'm going to be back on the path and my echo is going to be... be... Yep. Okay. No, no, not you. No, not you, Echo. <laughs> my Phoenix. My your Phoenix. Phoenix. Your Phoenix. <laughs> my Echo gets stuck. <laughs> it gets so mad at me. Whatever I play with, with Corvus. Okay, cool. Well, now it's this creature's turn. Um, It's starting its turn within the moths. Anything? Uh, It says when it starts its turn, it has to make the... The, the dexterity save? Yeah. Um, How's a... Uh, 12. A 12 is a fail, and they will take 12 points of piercing. All right. As the moths are just, like, shredding around it and fighting. As it comes down, it's going to make one uh, claw attack at your phoenix. That's going to be a natural 19 for a 25 to hit. You're muted, Jordan. You know that hits. It goes poof. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't need to. I didn't need. I didn't need to know. Yeah. So it, it hits that. Confuse. Another snarl as it dives into the water, splashing and moving around the muck in the mire. Silence for a moment. And it pops back out. Right in front of you, Perrin and Fenara. I just want to note that I did make, or that Jonah made a note of him switching uh, cool. places with his echo. Um, attack on Fenara with the second claw is going to be a miss. As it swipes out, you manage to just kind of duck as like the the disc kind of lowers like half a half a foot, um, but then it's going to turn and it's going to latch out and try to bite at you, Perrin. Sure. Uh, that's going to be a uh, 16 to hit. Uh, I like you to go fuck yourself. Um, that never gets old. Yeah, it's, I, I tried to cut in words it, and it still hits me. It so. still hits you. No. All right. Um, Oculus dice, help me kill. I mean, help me not kill you. Don't pin this on me. So you're going to take... Uh, Five points of piercing damage and three points of poison damage as it bites into your shoulder. It's then going to detach and it's going to attempt to sink back into the swamp. So the two of you can get attack of opportunities on it if you like. Yes. No, I can't. Uh, I use my reaction to try to cut it. But you can, Fanara. Yes. 
no, you don't hurt my brother. And then she's gonna basically kind of almost like she motions like her hands as if like motioning the water to kind of do her will. And basically in that moment, um, the water becomes almost like this bright blue light that ends up um, going towards its center mass. She's doing her guiding bolt on this thing. Do you, you don't have Warcaster, do you? <gasps> Forgot no, that I don't have you that. You do not have Warcaster yet. yet. So you unfortunately can't cast but a spell as a reaction. It doesn't work. But in the same motion, <laughs> she pulls from behind her back and she has her crossbow. All right, go ahead and make <laughs> so an attack. She tries to fire at the center mass. Yep. Go with ahead and make the same motion and the water seems to also to do its thing. Go ahead and make an attack roll with this you advantage. still have a certain radiance. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Go it's ahead. Radiance. Go ahead and make an attack roll with disadvantage because you're making a ranged attack against a target. Melee, yeah. Yeah, melee target. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. So as you aim, you hear a ping as the bolt of your crossbow comes out and shoots across and you hear it like across the swamp farther away the arrow goes flying and just out out in the, another direction we're not getting that one back you know uh, no i'm sorry parent are you all right i'm fine and he just kind of looks a little woozy i'll take care of that later once we get rid of big bad and ugly the creature sinks into the swamp and disappears. Actually, let's see if it disappears. Does that count as cutting words? I'm just kidding. And it, dis kidding. And it disappears. And it disappears. Great. Perfect. Uh, Fenar. All right. So, yeah, because this one forgot she didn't have Warcaster. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, okay. So, hmm. So this thing is still hidden underneath the water. So it's like basically even I would, if I try to cast in that direction. It would be at disadvantage. It would be at disadvantage. Correct. You saw where it went in. So you have a general idea of where it's at, but you can't physically see it. So it'd be a disadvantage. Correct. Hmm. Mm too big of a risk. Mm. But, uh-huh, um, she is going to still attempt um, something. So, um, kind of, she's, she's focused on that area and she kind of um, holds out her hands um, as if to try to pinpoint where this thing um, landed within the water. Um, and in that moment, um, there is a bright beam of light that seems to emanate from underneath um, where she is to try to hit this thing. She's doing sacred flame. Okay. Um, and that's that's a uh, a roll. Yeah, it's a dex dexterity. Yeah, yeah, dexterity save. I don't think there's anything. I don't think I. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Okay. So you watch as it shoots up, <clears throat> and as it does, it illuminates this creature in in the muck and the mire. Uh, go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 
as it gets trapped within. That was with advantage on the save too. Oh, yay! Okay, and then horrible. okay, so that is um, that's five points of damage. Five points of damage. Awesome! 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 You you watch as there there are some bubbles from like an audible scream that come or are audible like lurching and and crying out as the radiant energy hits it. Uh, Got him. Anything is your bonus action. Um. And um, I'm pretty sure I can still do this because of the fact that the one um, was a cantrip and what I'm going to be casting is um, technically a first level spell. Mm-hmm. Is that, does this still work? Yep, that works. For your rolls? Okay. Um, in that moment, um, she's going to um, point over in, in her brother's direction and she's almost kind of like as if she's doing like a sigil and she's actually casting sanctuary as a bonus action on her brother. Oh, all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, sanctuary isn't isn't concentration, is it? I don't think it is. Sanctuary yeah. is not concentration, cool. but it's good. going to be immediately broken when he starts his turn. <laughs> awesome. Baron, your sanctuary. Uh, I yeah, I feel this warm glittery light kind of wash over me and I'm like I am like halfway into a strum and I'm just like, I'm like, he like, like watches my arm, like screeches to a halt. And I'm just like. Sorry, I'm trying to protect you. Oh, baby, baby, it's a wild world. Do, 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 do. Um, and he just kind of sings softly to himself, and I'm going to cast Healing Word on myself. Okay. Um, in in sadness that I can't do anything <laughs> aggressive. Um, sad song, um, sad song ooh, vibes. Yeah. yeah, seven, seven plus three. That I get ten. I get. I go back. Wow. To Holy see, see? sometimes right. even though you don't get the action right away, now you'll be fully up to speed and ready to go. See? I made that dirty in my head. Just kind of looks just kind of looks at her. Um oh I, I rolled two dice, so that's a second level spell. I marked that off. Um and then that's my bonus action. Mm-hmm. And um I can't see this thing, right? No. The second that that sacred flame is gone, it's back to, you know, being dark and, being and murky. Visible. Yeah, non- not it. visible. Um, then you know what? I'm going to hold my action. Um, and I want to... Uh, my trigger is when this thing becomes visible again. And... What I'm going to do is cast my spell that I'm holding um, uh, far enough away. For, like if it, if it appears close to one of my companions, I'm casting the spell so it's not possible to get them in the mix. Okay. What spell are you holding? Why do I have to tell you this? Um, is, I am, is, it, is it? I don't know. It is not an aggressive spell. 
I'm just I'm just, I'm just curious. I can't be curious. Jeez. No, I don't want you to prepare anything against me. I mean, I'm not going to... Okay, all right. Listen, your little sister was concerned that this thing was going to chop down on you and kill you. It's fine. I'm holding my... I'm holding a spell as my action and reaction. Can I I know what spell spell level? I'm holding fairy fire. Okay, all right. All right, I see. I see. Okay. This creature is now immune to fairy fire. Yeah, this thing's now immune... No, no, it's not. Yeah, you didn't know that? This this creature, hundred oh. percent, is a fairy, so it can't be set yeah. on fire. Demon <laughs> fingers, obviously. No. Um, cool. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Uh Jonah, back up to the top. Uh I'm going to walk fifteen feet forward. I'm assuming that if I do that I'll be within sixty feet of it. Assuming if it pops out and relatively where it was. Yeah. Relatively close That's, to where I mean, it was. even okay. like the the pond itself is only like 50, about fifty feet across. So yeah, okay. you, if you walk right. twenty, you're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I'm not going to do that. It's only fifty feet across. <laughs> I'm going to stay where I'm at. Uh, and I will uh, sort of kneel down, um, hold my hands to my temple, uh, and say, "Well, I might not understand it, but at least I can use it." And what we'll build, what we'll start building, is sort of this really high pitched. Uh, child scream actually um and it'll be uh low volume right now and i will hold it to see uh if when that thing pops back up i'm holding uh uh told the dead all right eden okay so technically i can't see poopy right like it's correct Okay, so Eden is continuing saying, like, chanting something under her breath and Sylvan, like, in this weird deep voice, kind of. Um, and so Dissonant Whispers, it says one creature, like, it doesn't say I, that, I, that, that I see, it just says one that creature only one within creature range. Of, of, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, do it. It's within 60 feet. Okay, so, do it. like, you know, you, um, you've seen this thing, so you're able yeah. to reach out. It's almost okay. like a telepathic bond. You're able to reach out almost telepathically to it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, as Eden is chanting, there's, like, almost like a, like a lower, like, kind of creepier echo. Uh, and she casts this in whisper. Uh, which is a wisdom? Wisdom, yeah. Okay, that's a 13 on the die. Plus one for a fourteen. You only have a fourteen. Oh my gosh! Fine. You feel that it hits, but whatever it hits is immediately like waves against a wall, broken. As the spell does not take hold. Does it do half damage? It does half damage. Uh, yes, yeah. it does. Say, yeah, it takes half damage. Cool. Give me half damage. I was really, I was really sad. I was being sad and reading the spell. <laughs> um, so half of twelve is six. Six points of psychic, psychic, six points of psychic. Ow, ow. All right. Anything else for you, Eden? Bonus action. Do you want to get onto dry land on the opposite side? You're still like ten feet out. Uh, yeah, Eden will want to be make uh, her way completely onto dry land, like. Running, but keeping an eye, like, on the moth BBs and, like, just keeping them within... Mm-hmm. Pulling them a little bit closer. Range. Yeah, just, like, keeping them away from buddies, but keeping them within range and just continuing to, like, do the weird whispery chant under her breath. Cool. That's it. 
right. Uh, Corvus. Your turn. Um, is it within 10 feet of me? Because even if it's murky, I can see it if it's within 10 feet of me. I have blindsight. Um, I'd say no. Because okay. you because you switched your echo like 30 feet away. So yeah. No. Okay. So um, I'm going to try to make my way back to my original position before I did the the jump mm-hmm. to try to get an eye, um, an eye on it, basically. Uh, you sense it as you're getting closer before you get to where you originally were before the jump. It's about 10 feet in front of you to the left. So it took me about 20 feet to get to that? It took you, yeah, about 20 feet to get there. Perfect. What I'm hearing is I can jump the rest of my 10 feet movement into to the, jump at it. Into the water, yes. Would I be able to reach it with that jump and dive? Yeah, I'll give it to you. All right, yeah, you perfect. can You can sense it, yeah, 100%. I'll give it to you. Um, so I'm going to like take a back step and jump, and as I jump, they'll, Phoenix will be where I stood right before I jumped as I use my bonus action to summon Phoenix there, and I jump okay. into uh, the water to then um, attack All on right. my way in. Uh, go ahead... You oh you can sense it so yeah normal roll, yeah I have blindsight so it can't hide from me. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty two to hit. That'll hit. That is going to be. Oh, that is going to be ten points of stab. Ten points of stab. Awesome. As you jump into the water with this thing, you stab into it. Now underwater, about like six seven feet into the into the water into the depths. Anything else from you? Uh, bonus action, movement, all my movement, action. Uh, no, we're just holding on and holding our breath. Cool. Uh, this thing's going to make three attacks on you. Yes, it is. Uh, the first one being a 15. Uh, that'll miss. The second one being a 19 uh, plus 6 for... Yeah, that'll uh, hit. Yeah, okay. And then the third one uh, is going to be a, what is that, 14 plus 6, so a dirty 20. Oh damn! That so, so the bite comes out, and you feel it go. You feel the the head come rushing over your shoulder, and you manage to duck it down just in time. As you can feel the snap and the water kind of move from where its jaw came down, its claws then figuring out where you are, kind of just reach in and fold in around you, and then just grate across your back um, for. Umbral Oculus dice. I love the sevens because they look like ones, and then I realize they're sevens. I don't like sevens. that he says that out loud. And then, and then I realize they're sevens, and I get really excited, um, like right now. So you're going to take uh, seven points of slashing from the first one and ten points of slashing from the second one. Corvus floats slowly. <laughs> As they grate across your back. Um, and that's going to be... Oh, hmm. Uh-huh. Is it time for revelations? Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> I, it almost was, but Perrin had to heal himself, so I'm a little mad. Um, no, it's going to stay underwater with you. It's going to stay submerged. And now it's to the point where the two of you are like tumbling and rolling in the water, so the dark and the brine is, and the, the mud and murk and vegetation is all starting to get kicked up and, and disarrayed. Um, Fenara, your turn. How close... 
how close was he to the surface? Like, can he, can I get a visual on him at all? You can see, like, the remnants of Corvus's feet, like, kicking a little bit, but that's about it. Like, and you can see a little bit of the movement of the body, but not enough to really get a grasp to send a spell out. It's well, mine's okay. already holding. Like, that's what I mean. Like, if, like, I was holding for any visual to release the sound. I'd say because they're, because they're, like, full body underwater even like if it's just a tiny bit like you're seeing like a like the top of a fin it's not enough to really get a hold like a, a pure just, out of curiosity what size is this creature uh, about the same size as you okay is it grappling me or is it we're just kind no, of wrestling? no you guys are just kind of wrestling in the water at this point like moving body over body are you trying to get the DM to grapple your character? I just want to. I was seeing if case were grappled because if it's a medium creature, I'm just saying it doesn't weigh that much. But anyway, no. Carry on. I'd say not not enough for anybody who's holding a spell to be able to to get a spell off. So not a basket. Not a basket. At this time, right? If you're holding a spell, you cannot see it. Just figured out a way to get a round of group full of spellcasters. <laughs> Put something underwater. Even uh, if you technically kill, kill weren't holding a spell, but you can see, you can't see it. We can't see it at all. No. I mean, you know the the area. So if you're trying to cast something within a five foot area, is it is it a spell attack for you, uh, Jonah, or is it a, a saving throw? It's a saving throw. Gotcha. Yeah. No, it's a it's a visual. Yeah, I'd say because it's visual and it's saving throw. No. If it was an attack, I'd, I'd maybe let you get it off, but no. Fenara, you're up. Okay, so now the range of this thing, and you said that it's not visual, so if we try to attack, it's automatic disadvantage. Yeah, um, you would know that... Um, I'd say based on the success of your Sacred Flame, that it mm -hmm. has the same advantage for that, with or without, like... Uh, with or without the... That's probably the best bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's she's definitely going to, um, since obviously, the, given the situation, that's the best course of action. She's going to do the same thing once again, um, where that light emanates from underneath her and um, flashes out to um, try to hit this creature in the direction that it was last seen. A 12. It fails. Let's see what the, it fails again. This thing does not like dexterity saves. Though. That's six points of damage. Six points of damage. All right. Um, where's my pen? You watch as it screams out again. Like you can feel the bubbles coming from its mouth, Corvus, as it's in the water with you there. Anything else? Bonus action. Question: Because of the fact that, um, oh no, I can't, I can't see Corvus, huh? Corvus you, is so far underneath. Um, you know what? Perrin, Fenara, um, and uh, Jonah, okay. and Jonah, give me perception checks. Okay. I'll say Jonah, since you haven't moved and you're still on the opposite bank, with disadvantage. But the other two are right there on top of it as 17? the sacred flame is going off. Thirteen. I'm 17. sorry, you said perception? Yeah. Twenty. The th 
Yeah, you can get your spells off. Go ahead. Sacred okay. Flame well, giving um, you the briefest of movements, but go ahead. You can see uh, Fenara. You can see Corvus. Okay, in that moment, um, um, she's going to um, kind of clasp her hands together in that same prayer position. Um, once again, um, holding this time, holding her gem across her neck. And um, she's going to kind of be whispering underneath her breath. She's doing healing word on Corvus. Okay. And that's at uh, first level. And that's for five points of healing. Five points of healing. There you go. I'll take it. All right. Uh, what so do I need? We're gonna we're gonna go around the horn since Perrin was holding his spell first. Perrin, what do I need from you? It's dexterity saving throw. Uh, oh, so I can see it. You can see in that brief instant of the sacred flame taking hold and there being that radiant light in the water, you can see the form of both it and Corvus very briefly. Great. So um, he kind of, like he can see where Corvus is lined up and just gently guides the spell away from him. Um, it's a dexterity saving throw. Uh, that's going to be a... What is it? 15 plus 2 for a 17. Shit. Okay. Well, that didn't work. Um, make a make a charisma... Uh, make a spell... Uh, a, spell t- a spell check for me. S- spell so check. whatever your spell attack modifier is. Okay. Uh, 16? Cool. Yep. I'll say because of how they're in the water together and like constantly moving, you're just barely able to get it off in a way that wouldn't affect Horvus. Okay. Yeah. Hail. What do I need from you? Uh, he's knelt down, uh, hands at the temple, sees that brief moment, snaps his finger, and there's a just a wave of that scream that emanates up over her, and you need a wisdom save. <laughs> Never got you to fail a save yet, by Wis- the way, on any spell I've casted. Wisdom save. <laughs> um, I hate to say it. Uh, it's a natural 20 plus one for a 20. <gasps> yep. Oh, matter. my gosh. Um, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Oh, Sorry, guys. Hate, hate to see it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Just pick more attack spell. No, I'm kidding. I love you. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm a bard. Um... <laughs> Um, Perrin, your turn. Yeah. Um, so seeing that, you know, this thing is just too quick for him. Um, how, how frustrated am I? Do I burn my spell slots? Hmm. Um, I will... Uh, you know what? Um, yeah, we'll do we'll do this instead. Um, so I will turn around. I'll pull out my loot. How, how does Eden look right now? Eden looks, you know, spooky, but good. Other than that, right? How far away from the water is she currently? Oh, she's uh, still floating on the little thing, right? No, she no, booked she ran, it across to the opposite side. There we go. We're, like just that's exactly on the, the shore. That is that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Um, I, he parent will turn around, pull out the loot, and just kind of look at her softly, just kind of smile a little bit, and go, "Baby, 
Why don't you just Why don't you just meet me in the middle? I'm losing my mind just a little. Just a little. Uh, and I'll give her bardic inspiration. Um, and then I will uh, I will hold my action again uh, to when I see it come out of the water. That is the specific trigger it needs to come out of the water. Roger, roger. Awesome. Uh, then Yeah, I'm holding Vicious Mockery, by the way. Cool. Jonah? Can I see it or no? Um, not from where you're at, no. Uh, I'm going to sit down, uh, and I'm going to take out two pieces of parchment. Uh, I need to write a thank you, uh, to Corvus for jumping in the water, and I need to make a birthday card for Nara. So that's what I'm going to do. All right. Okay. Which, which one would I you like to how work? people felt about Rex now? Okay. Which one? Now. Which I one would you like? Which do. one would you like to work on first? Uh, the birthday card, clearly, because uh, I don't even know if Corvus is going to live. Uh, so, <laughs> make a. Um, hey, I healed him. Okay. Make a. Make a. Um, hmm. Performance check. Sure. Sure. We'll go with it. We'll see how nice of a birthday card it is. Uh, it's a nine it's the um i'd say no it's nice you have very nice hand like you have very nice handwriting across all of your forms so i'll say at least the uh calligraphy of it is is very nice um even though you're sitting down to make it like as your hands kind of like a little jittery yeah Yeah. a little shaky yeah no you're fine it's fine it's a good birthday card um the you're the the you know, balloons don't really look like balloons, but you know. Sure. Yeah. I have okay. nothing to color with either. So. Exactly. It's, it's all just black, color. black and white. Color. Yeah. Sorry. It looks like a bunch of peens on the card. Oh God. Um. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, that is that's, that's uh, my your... action uh, for the bonus action. I'll start working on the thank you card and my movement. I'm staying put. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yep. You you continue to work on your birthday card. Awesome. Uh, Eden. What would you like How to far do? away is the creature? Um, from you at this point, um, probably just over thirty feet. It's so about thirty-five, forty feet. Okay. Actually, no, because it's closer to the middle. I'm sorry. Um, I'd say about twenty-five feet. Cool. Um, Thornwhip doesn't specify that I have to see it. It just says a creature within range. All right. Cool. Making a attack. Uh. Okay. <laughs> cool. That's 19. A 19 will hit it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Um, awesome. Uh, Pull that bitch out the water. You already know, though. Um, yay. Okay, so that is six points of piercing damage six. as Eden rips it um, 10 feet up. 10 feet and up and out of mm-hmm. the water. Bonus action, her hand comes across on the other side with her long witchy nails, and she moves her swarm of moths okay. over it. Uh, so, constitution, dexterity? Uh, that is a dexterity. Or is it... It's, what did it we, what did we roll? F- we said it... Um, let me see, hang on, hang on. It's, it's when, dexterity saving throw, and it's when it enters the affected area for the first time or starts its turn there. Okay, so, so then this would be this would be when it starts its turn there, then. 
Because yeah. the first time would that's be right. at the start of your, like, when yeah. you immediately put it down, and then after that would be that's, start of the yeah, right. so cool. there's a thorny vine that rips out of the palm of Eden's hand as she grips and just jerks it up out of the water, and her swarm of moths, like... Mm-hmm. And as that's happening, as the moths are starting to converge before you miss seeing it, Perrin, you get your vicious mockery off. One night, yeah, one more time. Thanks for the memories, even though they weren't so great. And he tastes like you, even sweeter. Wisdom save? Cons? Uh, wisdom save? Wisdom save is a 13. Failure. Oh, no. Oh. Wait. Yep, that, that <laughs> is my spell save, DC. Are you fucking kidding me? Make some birthday cards. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it just no. kind of, it kind of turns and looks at you and like cocks its head to the side. This At this point, this black ichor is from all the wounds that Corvus has put into this thing, just starting to pour out of it into the swamp water. Uh, and it's turn? That was... Eden's turn. So, Corvus, you're up. You're underwater. This thing had got pulled or shot out of the water somehow. You can sense it about ten, like just within that ten foot bubble of you up, out, and out of the water. It, was it just pulled straight vertically up, or is it like dragged? It's like out of the water? vertical and up, because like ten feet up would be like it's floating in the air now, um, which it could technically do. But I, I imagine it's more of like it's being laterally, diagonally dragged out of the water. Okay. Um, is it got a, is it near any of my allies, like within five feet of them? Um, Eden, I'll let the, yeah, what do you think? I'll let you, that's, that's your discretion. Where would you have placed your vine? Like, would you uh, have placed closer, your vine? I'm pulling it towards Eden. Okay. Like, Eden's... I'll say with that then, then it could have gotten Eden. to Eden. Yeah, it's there with okay. Eden. It's in front okay. of Eden. Uh, so, oh, first off... With, with moths also overhead fluttering, because Eden's about to annihilate this little bastard. No. Uh, Phoenix, on the actual illusory path, will grow magnificent black wings and have an actual like red radiant glow about it, as the murky water itself will start to have like a radiant white glow for a moment, as Corvus will be flying 20 feet into the air with brilliant white bird wings and shining brilliant radiant eyes and I will fire from my crossbow into this creature as my crossbow is illuminating with delight. Alright. Go ahead and roll your attack roll. Uh, that is, ooh, that's good. That is a 23 to hit. Yeah, no, I mean, yes. Alright, so there's an ally nearby. Bless this weapon. That is going to be uh, 13, 13 2 plus 2, 15, 4, 19 points of damage. You fly up. The bolt coming from your, your hand crossbow embeds through the back with that little tint of almost radiant-like glow comes through the front as... Just as as that moment, the Eden's moths are starting to get to it, drilling and eating holes throughout it, and it falls into the into the bog. At your feet, Eden, and Corvus. 
As it falls to Eden's feet, she like lets out this like kind of horrible scream, and the moths just kind of like disperse like super rapidly, like taking out like tree leaves and kind of just like echoing off um, as Eden kind of just sitting there breathing very deeply and unable to calm herself. What matters is that I kill it. Oh, yeah, yeah it's dead. No, it's fine. It's just kicking. <laughs> I never trust anything in a bog. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, it looks, that it looks pretty That's a weird line. <laughs> uh, uh, Cor Corvus will fly down to towards Eden. I'm assuming who's still doing the Banshee cry then since you can't calm uh, down? Well, she's not anymore. She just still has, like, the black eyes are still oh. washed Oh, over. then she's fine. And she's... <laughs> She just is like staring intently at the dead body, um, but doesn't seem to calm down. I rolled a natural one to calm down. Uh, well, uh, uh, Corvus will land next to the creature and just kind of like, does it have a head of sorts? Yeah, it's more of like the head is attached almost to the like the main portion of the body, but there is a head. Uh, we'll take the whip, wrap it around and flip it over, which will pull out the blades and use that to decapitate it. And then we'll harness that to the belt. Yep, very uh, easily done. Eden's just gonna walk up and straight shove her hand through its chest and try to pull out its heart. In this uh, moment. Go ahead and give me, give, me a, give me a strength check. Okay. Oh my gosh. Athletic. I'll give you, a, I'll give you athletics. I'll give you athletics if you have athletics. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, also still blessed, so you get a d4. Jonah's like, I, I actually get two. Or no, or bless isn't. God, why do I keep thinking bless? bless? You get your thing. One yeah. minute, it's already done. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, but because of all of those things, I still got an eighteen. Right. Nice. Yeah. Um, you reach in, and you pull out this heart that is almost as black as your eyes and the ichor that surrounds you. Um, as you're holding it in, in your hand, you watch as the body slowly starts to turn to ash. And the heart, and the same thing, turns to ash in your hands. Kind of like, with that handful of ash, like, puts it in her cauldron. Like, just, and it's just kind of, the, her nails are, like, slowly kind of shrinking back to normal. Um, and it, her eyes are slowly, like... If, if the whole body turns to ash, does, does the head turn to ash, too? The head doesn't, but the eyes do. Nah, that's fine. Um, Jonah's gonna look up. Oh, we're good. Okay, and I'll start trotting sort of across the way. Yeah, and Corvus will just continue walking along the path, still with these radiant white wings and glowing eyes, just kind of walking across. I'm, I mean, I'm on the side. Why are you walking back? I'm on the, the other side, the side we were trying to go to. Yeah, that's the way I, I, Corvus is now walking towards. Oh, like this stuff. Okay, I was like, wait, what? You're walking back across? Yeah, no. To the no, I mean, no. like forward we're, across. We're going the direction we're supposed to be going. Yeah, you all I'm make gonna, it to the opposite side. Yeah, I followed the cutscene. I'm going to stop uh, at Venara and give her her card and uh, say, I, I made this for you. Um, I know it's not much, but special day, and this was crazy. So, and then, so what you see on the cover is. <laughs> Some balloons, uh, and then it says "Happy Birthday." And then when you open it up, uh, or it says "For your special day." And then uh, when you open it up, it has a very crude drawing of you fighting the monster we just fought, and it says "Happy Birthday." <laughs> oh, 
Um, this very thoughtful. I, I, as you said, this was pretty crazy, and it definitely wasn't the way I thought I would be celebrating my birthday at, <laughs> at, at all. Um, but um, thank you. I mean, I can only draw stick figures myself, yeah, so right. this is very impressive. It was, yeah, I mean, it's not much, but, you know, I figure excitement comes in all forms, and this is just another way of, you know, like remembering the day. I say, well, we, we definitely won't be forgetting this one. Uh, pa sure. Perrin, I, I hope you're not too uh, red hot, um, angry with me. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I just didn't want you getting hurt by that thing. It's it's fine. I'm I'm fine. I, I you know, you can't read my mind, so I don't expect you to always be aware of what I'm going to do next. So I, I'll work on it. I promise I won't just assume that you can't defend yourself because you're my big brother and you know how to handle difficult situations. Also too, how is your, your shoulder doing? Because that, that thing looked kinda nasty. Is is it okay? It kinda like shrugs. I'm fine. I don't know what you're talking about and you kind of like like leans out and you can see that it's like completely healed over like there are there are okay. red like puncture marks but like there's no holes there's no bleeding and he did, does not have poison effect i'm assuming it's okay from, from what you can see yeah no there's like he healed he's back to full health the brother so she, she's gonna touch the the area oh, okay probably a little too rough while <laughs> holding holding the card <laughs> In the other hand. Don't squeeze me, woman. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. There's a lot of stimulation, a lot of things going on. All I right. Don't, okay. I wish you wouldn't use that word. Um, could, um, I got a card. Congratulate. Thank you. Thank you, Jonah. Very nice. It's, that's lovely. Um, uh, what's it? Are you okay, uh, Eden? No, she doesn't know a lot of things, so she asks what they are so that we can explain them. Sure. To yeah, I understand that. You just, you look a little upset. Oh, it's fine. It's going away now. Okay. She does that uh, when she's mad. I promise that wasn't I a water. It was a creature in the water, just so you know. But also, what's the card? There's a piece of paper. It's like a, for me, it's just um, a way of kind of acknowledging uh, her special day. And then I also made uh, this one for, for Corvus just as like a sign of appreciation, like a, like a thank you. So you wrote on paper. Mm-hmm. It's just like a memento to like keep and just like recognition that I appreciate th those people. Thank you, what's, no to a what? What's the memento? <laughs> When you uh, when you open it up, you know, it says thank you on the front. Uh, and then when you open it up, it says uh, you fought well in the battle. You really whipped our enemy. And, and it's just like a little picture of you with your whip. Hmm. Closes, puts in pouch, closes pouch. So that's, yeah. You all did wonderfully. I just, I, when I was focusing, he, he like jumped in to fight the thing and I would just not even think to do that. So yeah, that was very impressive. He's very determined. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was all a blur to me. I don't really remember what anybody was doing. I just got really mad for a minute. 
Well, that's understandable. And rightfully so, yeah. yeah it's a valid, um, valid emotion. So should we just continue on wherever this pathway is going to lead us? I thought that's what we're doing, is walking in darkness. Yeah, does anybody need a need a quick sit? Are we good? I'm oh. fine. I'm Corvus, fine. are you all right? No, I'm fine. Well, then adjust the wing. Man, I feel like there's a lot of fines going around. Are we not like addressing? Like, are also, we okay, you, really? But you also have oh, like right. fluffy butterfly wings now. Mm. You, you're, you're, you've got, um, you've got feathers, mate. Maybe oh. Art had the wrong person in mind when he was thinking angel. Maybe you're the angel. Mm. They're more of. They're less feathery. They look that way, but, and we'll like try to grab, and it's like hands face through. They're not oh. real. Very real. Very cool. Eden is now following and just like. As I'm like the vibrant, glimmering angel, eyes Eden. are like. Mm, can we not? That still feels strange. You're you're like... disturbing. You're disturbing the air around him. He can feel that. But it looks funny. It'll be gone in a moment. Why does it do that? Every time I am about to die, if it's not meant for me, it happens. Were you about to die just then? Yes, I was. So suddenly don't feel like a thank you card's enough. Well, that is why the phoenix remained on the bank. When I jumped, death had happened. And that was the remnant of the one who chose not to jump into the water. Well, you know, like if maybe you didn't jump into water and just like, you know, did spells from afar, you, you wouldn't get hit in the face. I find that that's not super effective all the time, though. So different if means. You use the right spells. Sure. I am not, as you call, a spellcaster. I mean... To be fair, I also hit people in the face and don't get hit in the face a lot. So I think maybe you're just bad at dodging. Yes, is that the case? I don't know. That's what it looks like. There are a plethora of options we have when it comes to why Corvus almost died. Um, but in this situation, he didn't. So I think we should celebrate that. Um, that's nice. Yes. We we do get to continue to tread this territory with uh, Corvus. That's nice. So, um, and can I just say, like, I know that like some of you have more or less a vested interest in this, but I am fully aware that I'm the only one with company, um, remaining. And so, just thank you for continuing on this, uh, for me essentially. Um, so yeah, well, I mean, you, you else just to do, I, and also, you make it really easy not to make fun of you. Mm. Thank you. Is that sarcasm? It was. V very close. That's right on the edge. Oh. If it's truthful, it's hit or miss. Mm. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. And also, too, whether or not art is onto something with you two. I don't know. I'll figure it out. What do you speak of? I don't know. I still kind of think that you're talking about death, but then you're kind of like ascended above death, kind of like angel. Hmm. Very interesting. 
And I'm assuming it's been a minute, so... Uh, yeah, the wings... it's been... You guys have been... This is, like, walking and talking, like, your wings have gone away, like... So, the wings specifically ago, yeah. turn red, get coated in blood, drip for a minute, then wither away into dust. That's that's exactly how they fade away. Um... Never mind. So, what were we doing again, guys? Walking. We're yes, walking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, you guys walk... We're for about another hour winding and, and weaving through the swamps finding the solid ground to put your feet on until eventually you get to a wall of brambles and thorns and shrubbery blocking your path from the willows that lie further in do they look familiar Roll a wisdom or a survival check. That's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> okay, that's a twenty-two. Um, they look similar. Not directly the same, but they look similar. Um, Eden will go up and touch them, and I will use druidcraft to make a peephole to see through them. You reach out and touch druidcraft spreading. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, mistress. As you see from the other side of the shrubbery, kind of peeking through, almost like they were trying to open up and peer back at you, pulling off this little red hat and, like, rolling it up. Um, um, we weren't expecting you this early. (laughs) Um, we were hoping after, um, after sunset, uh, when inside gets a little bit more lively. You see almost a dwarven-like face, um, big white beard that continues down across the chest and kind of curls at the end. The wall that you're opening separates even further. And this little, yeah, like parent, a little bit bigger than parent sized humanoid creature steps out. This big long red cap kind of curled up in his hands. You were expecting us? Yeah, um, yeah, yes, my lady. Um, things are, um, in order. Feast. Sad. Um, know who you are uh, and know of you well, know of you, not who oh how do yes and he, he like as you like stand up and like he, he shrinks as you like it, it, it's less of that like he perceives it as almost threatening even though it's not Yes, um, the table is, uh, almost ready. Um, well, um, the food won't be ready for another hour. Uh, once the sun sets, it will be prepared for dinner. Uh, would you like to explain to my friends who don't know what's going on, what the feast is for? Um, the fe- well, it was just dinner, uh, in preparation for, uh, your return here. 
Well, more. Uh, oh, what? You, you, you're the return. Well, um, not less return. Um, more of like arrival here. Um, sorry, words aren't very, uh, words aren't my strong suit. Um, <laughs> and he like kind of looks down at his side and he's got like this giant sickle. But, um, food will be ready, uh, as, as the Lord has requested. The, the Lord? Yes. Um, who, Lord, Lord who? Oh, um, and he looks at you and kind of like just turns. We were just in a fight and things are hazy. We're kind of erratic. Please forgive us. Well, my apologies for disrespecting the lady then. Follow me. And he turns around and he starts heading into the briar. And as he does, you watch as it is dense to the point of where, like, how is this little creature moving through it? He's not. It's shifting and opening as he walks. Apparently, we'll turn to Eden. I think there are more questions I have in that last six seconds about you that I have since we've met. And that's where we're going to end tonight's session. Thank you all for joining. Uh, as we go around the horn one last time, make sure you put the word barefoot, B-A-R-E, foot, F-O-O-T, in chat for your chance to win this Umbral Oculus. I swear to God, Jay. Umbral Oculus, the 20. It is beautiful. It is blood red like Corvus's wings with some silver. Um, yeah. To be Eden. fair, they were white originally. They were. <laughs> They were. This die wasn't. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Eden, take it away. Uh, uh, hi. <laughs> My name is Taryn Hackett, also known as Malruk across the socials. I'm having a slight meltdown. Um, damn. Uh, so, I am a generally creative human and eldritch entity. I'm also a dice maker under the moniker of Umbral Oculus Dice. That is UO underscore dice on Instagram and Kofi. Um, I do have dice in stock right now in my shop. And if you want 10% off of full sets there, you can enter in red hair in the discount code uh, to get 10% off those sets there. You can catch me every other Sunday, not this coming Sunday, but the next one over on the initiative order where I GM Far Realms, a Cult Divinity Lost homebrew campaign where I get to terrorize Ronin and Casual a whole bunch. Uh, so if you like watching them suffer, it's a great place to be. Um, and that's me right now because Vault just ended. And if you want to watch that on YouTube, you can go do that. You should. It's good stuff. Cool. I'm going to cry now in Eden. Perrin. Stop putting different versions of Barefoot in my in the damn chat, you hooligans. So, well, well, here's the thing. I've won my die, and I will go home with that. 
Uh, thank you very much. Hi, everybody. My name is Renee <laughs> Beauregard. Uh, I am one half of Dragon Rock RPG Design, and we're, uh, we are a tandem du writing duo who creates 5e supplements for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, my companion, compatriot, and best friend, Daniel Lieberman, and I uh, just put out our Ranger subclass supplement, which you can get for free at DMs Guild. Um, so pick it up where you can play the Lightkeeper, the Weave Guardian, and the Archaeologist. Um, Logan should be talking about them this saturday yes i will talk and about you that can find, in you can find out more about that if you want to tune into this channel and learn some more about them and uh talk uh with ronan about how he feels about the archaeologist he has lots of feelings um we also have warlocks as well as uh, barbarians available as well as our icons of horror document um please uh, leave us a rating and review if you like them uh, we really appreciate the uh funds that you uh provide us because they are pay what you want documents you don't have to pay us anything but we love you anyway if you do um but yeah check us out at dragon rock rpg on facebook and twitter and at dragon rock rpg design on instagram um and with that without further ado i give it to the birthday queen my sister Oh, hi there, everybody. Um, I am Utsuhime. Um, and yes, it is my birthday. Woo! And Fanar's birthday. Woo! Crazy, uh, because I didn't think that uh, we would be attacked the way we were. Thanks, DM. Uh, but no, seriously, you're the best. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on social media at Utsuhime Cosplay, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, here on Twitch, and Brianna DeCoster on Twitter. I am a cosplayer. I occasionally stream on my own channel when I get a chance. Hopefully, I will be streaming on it tomorrow. And I also too am in different shows. Uh, like this Friday, you can catch me on the Initiative Order at 6 p.m. for the continuation of No Turning Back, which is uh, the Alien TTRPG. Um, I play B, um, already starting lots of drama accidentally over there so definitely check it out um also too you can catch me on thursday um kind of a different uh turn of events on uh pop shop live where um i'm going to be talking things uh cosplay uh, related um for black history month and talking about uh, black anime characters and we're going to be playing some fun games and that's on the show resident waifu so definitely tune in and it's 6 p.m pacific time on thursday i will be putting the link up and also to information on that so stay tuned um, and you can catch me of course here every other tuesday and you can catch me every other wednesday on um, that underscore d'angelo's channel for um TR, which our discount bard is also a part of, um, who's not here this evening, but um, in spirit. <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, until next time, guys. Bye. Oh, is it time to hey. say hey, what can that I say it's been Jay? a day? Corvus is who I play, but you can call you can me call Jay. Jay. Casual. Of course. You can find me on all social media at just too casual. Uh, deciding to officially now just drag Valruk through the mud on Twitter and on Instagram. That is now my new life's mission. Um, thank you as I go on this journey of destroying the Eldritch Entity, like I try to do every um, other Sunday as I play Dyson on Far Rooms, being put through all kinds of miserable experiences with a great storyteller. Um, I'm currently getting ready to launch a few mini series of my own anime inspired TTRPG Deep Breath, where the old world of magic meets a new world of technology with amazing um, species, classes inspired by so many things amazing from anime, 
from the ability to summon things like Beyblade, Yu-Gi-Oh! and other things like that to turn into Titans like Attack on Titan and other awesome features like how you can use awesome weapons from Bleach or be a Shinobi from Naruto or even explore some space station in the old Western style of Cowboy Bebop or actually explore the desert with guns just like Trigun. All kinds of anime inspirations made this project uh, as it is. Special thank you to uh, Dragonwork RPG Design for being such amazing collaborators for the last over a year now of getting this project to where it's at um if you check out the ko-fi of just too casual i'll be if you're a member you'll be getting advanced access to some play test material for you to enjoy some of this stuff as well as to be able to run it i'll be releasing some more stuff later um the coming weeks and for a chance for you to explore the adventures and i also will be having a bunch of offline games that you want to enjoy in five special adventures from the wilderness to metropolis cities to space stations, to even an oil rig, and some seafaring experiences, all anime-inspired. So stay tuned for all that social media. You can get more information at Deep Breath RPG on Twitter and Instagram, and our website, deepbreathrpg.com. That's D-E-E-P, bread, T-H-R-P-G.com. And Ronan. That's all, folks. All right, cool. Have a good night. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, <clears throat> hold on. That's Ronan. <laughs> Stop Thank it. You. Let him do it. I'm Ronan, and yes, this is my real face. Logan, back to you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's my. Yeah. Does your wife watch this stream? She doesn't oh, need to. Uh, she lives. She lives with, with, lives with him. She lives with him. Now, I'm clipping but, that ish, and I'm sending it. To and I am your innkeeper and dungeon master here at the Red Hair Inn, Logan Hanley. You can find me tomorrow over at Todd Moonbounce, where I'm playing Crack, Craw Crack, the Tuscan Marauder, uh, for a short three-part miniseries. Tomorrow will be episode two of Hut Space Adventures. And then, drum roll, or uke roll, please. Oh, never mind. Anyway, announcing officially on Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the wonderful Nathan Flame of the Initiative Order will be running the first Tales from the Red Hair Inn, a miniseries set in a corner of the lands of Ecrium, in which Nathan... Myself, Brianna Flame, Miguel, I forget his last name, but Miguel Classico on the Instawebs, uh, Renee the Goblin, and the wonderful Shelby, a.k.a. the Wish Warlock, will be partaking in an adventure of chaos and tomfoolery um, and pie eating. Um, can't you, I can't believe you got both Renees on here. I, I mean, because there's only two I, of them. There's only two of them <laughs> in the whole world. My goal is to be a place where only Renees will play at one point. We will have That's an right. all-Renee game at one oh point. Oh, my gosh. And everybody's oh character gosh. name will also be Renee. Uh, uh, it's so confusing. <laughs> but no, um, it's going to be a miniseries that will be starting every other week. It'll be tandem with ours until like mid to late April. Uh, really excited to get the ball rolling with that. Um, but yeah. Um, we're gonna end the giveaway because, like, that's the thing we're doing. Uh, close entries, and we're gonna pick the winner. Yay! Hey, Richard! Hey, Richard. We're gonna talk. I'm gonna get you this beautiful blood red D20. 
It's beautiful. It's exactly. focusing. It's not being taken up by the map. But I'm going to give that to you. We're going to raid. Yay. And thank you guys for making my birthday so fun. Thank Just you for saying. spending your birthday well, we with do. us. You could be spending <laughs> your birthday with Andrew right now, but you chose to spend it with us, and that's what matters. Well, um, she will be spending it with Andrew because she gets to spend his life, her life with him. So, this like, is Aww. He's in the chat, I think. If he's not, then ha <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna We're going to raid our friends at Weave the Tail. Yay! Who looks like they're playing Crucible, which I think is a 5th edition oh. one-shot. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's from PAX. There was a guy. There was a guy giving away free magazines at PAX. I remember this. Ooh. So they're playing that. We're gonna raid them. But y'all have until next time. Stay safe and happy adventures. Bye, folks. Bye, y'all.